You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. It's the 9th of September 2022 and it's time for another Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. And this week, well, I, actually I'm not sure, but I've written it down so I've got to say it. I'm glad to be able to say, here he is, it's Rappo. Afternoon, Deke. Sorry, mate. I missed you last week, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. I had a, a leak in my bathroom, which, you know, took more priority than talking to you, Rappo. Yeah, I, I, I can fully understand that, Deke. Sure. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, so, what have you been up to? Anything much? Nah, nothing, Deke. So I've just finished uh, six nights, mate. I've had to do an extra two nights this week, so I've actually worked 72 hours this week, mate. Plus, if you take the travelling back and forth, mate, that's another 12. So I've actually worked 84 hours this week, Deke. So oh. I'm delighted to have finished, mate, until Monday night, mate. Right. Well, if I had, yeah. to, if I had a violin, I would start playing it. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling a bit sorry for me. I thought I'd be more of a zombie than I am, Deeks, but I'm, I'm all right, mate. I've, I've had a red ball, Deeks. It's, it's, it's doing me proud, it is, mate. Oh, right. <laughs> At the minute. Right. Well, yeah. I, I think we'll judge whether you're a zombie or not by the end of the programme, don't you? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I won't speak too soon, mate. <laughs> right. So, what have we got coming up this week, Rappu? Now, I need a really concise, accurate summary so we could perhaps use it as a trailer. So who's on the programme? Good show, Dick's on it. Good show. I was enjoying it, mate. With something a bit different, mate, from the East. Rob Boker from Dortmouth, mate. Brother of Stu, mate. He's on. Experienced player. Ben Walsham, mate. Dogwalls manager. Ben's been that way. He's overseen quite a bit, really, at Dogwalls Deeks in his four years at the club, mate. Um, Kev McCann, mate. Well, Kev's a legend, mate, isn't he? Now he, he's he's been honoured by the FA as well. Thinks he's a fully fledged legend now, isn't he? <laughs> for all he yeah. does, for all he does at Salt Ashborough, mate. Some Premier League East champions, no less, mate, as well. Um, obviously, we got JC and Cam, mate, and Phil, won't we? And, and also Simon Minute, mate. There's some tennis manager, Deeks. So I've, I've had the pleasure of speaking to Simon a little bit lately, mate. Um, mm. Nice chat, mate. Nice chat. Enjoyed your interview with him, mate. It's, it's nice to see, a bit like Neil Price's dicks, isn't it? A couple of weeks ago, nice to see a different view from someone outside of the county, isn't it, mate? It About is. football. It is indeed. So thank you for yeah. that, Rappo. I might be able to use that. I thought it was rubbish, Dicks, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd do a lot better job, mate, but... No, no, But, um, but thank you, but thank you, mate. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Right, anyway, you mentioned Cam Weldon, didn't you? Good old Cam, mate, yeah. Yeah. Well, as usual, we start our round-up of our local clubs and uh, and the leagues with Step 3, True City. But before we hear from Cam, Rappo... Did City yeah. not want that FA Cup win last Saturday or what? Yeah, it looked a bit that way, Deeks, didn't it? You know, I sort of, I sort of spoke to Ryan last week about it, mate. Um, you know, obviously Troy's physio for anyone that don't know this. Um, but, um, yeah, I think I said last week, Deeks, I think Watsy will want to utilise the squad a bit, Deeks, because... You know, obviously, I'd, I'd say he would prioritise the two trips to Murphy Deeks. I, I would have said he prioritised the 
the league game, wouldn't you, mate? Mm. You know, I, I but but it seems like his hands were tied a little bit, Diggs, doesn't it? With you know, regard sort of player availability and stuff. So, but wow. yeah, I, I think there, there's an element to that, Diggs. I think you might be right, mate. Right. Not sure what he's too fussy about the FA Cup, mate. Is he? Well, let's hear what Cam thinks. No, tell us, Cam. Tell us the truth. Did True City not bother with Merthyr in the, in the cup, or they just concentrate on the league? Um, it was well, it was a disappointing result for us, Dave. And we're Paul's I'm sort of manager. He never throws a game. He's, he's well, you can't do that at this level. And I think for us, it was. I said a disappointing day. It was a difficult day as well. Um, we were missing a number of players for multiple different reasons. Um, the lone lads, Paste and Ocker, they couldn't play because their um, their parent clubs didn't want them obviously cup time in the FA Cup, which is fair enough. Um, Tyler was struggling a little bit, still missing a few players as well. Ben Addersbury and um, and players like that, and Will Dean was struggling as well. So. Um, in some ways, it was kind of good that it was a cup game because you don't want to be missing those sort of magnitude of players for a league game. But um, it's disappointing. I said it's a, it was a, it's a good money making the FA Cup, and it's always um, it's always good to do well in it. But ultimately, it was one where I think it was a game of two halves. I think Dave, to be completely honest, um, we conceded very early on uh, um, an own goal through Jordan McCarthy, which was. Um, well, it's not one he wants to watch back. I don't think. But um, <laughs> it was. Yeah, oh, tell us was, more. Uh, tell us more. Uh, it's, it's one of those. I think it's just a. The striker's just gone through on goal, and he's put it round. He's like put the ball past Heyman, it's, and it's. Go, I don't. I think it's going wide, and George's just come across, and I think he's tried. I think he he said in in, in Tesco's on the way back. He said that he. Um, he tried to hook it clear, but he completely messed his kick up and ended up just passing it to the empty net. So um, it wasn't wasn't the ideal start for us. But uh, we after that day we were one 0 down. But for forty three minutes or whatever else after that we were impeccable. Really, I thought we were I thought we were superb. We were um, causing all sorts of problems, and we should we could have scored. And I'm, I'm pretty certain Murph would say this. We could have had five or six goals to be honest. And it's one of those where perhaps if Tyler was playing, Rocky was playing, um, some of your more regular players. You might have might have got those goals, but um, we got our we got our goal. Simeon Okoro, the American who's come in and looked really bright, um, played against Tiverton. He played uh, wing back there. He played almost like a forward winger role uh, on Saturday, and he did really well. And um, Dan Sullivan, who we know has been a bit, well fitted in perfectly to this Truro team, and he drove into the box, uh, was tackled, and the ball fell to Simeon who just lofted the ball over the keeper for, for one for one all and then um, that was just for half time and we managed to get another just for half time to, to give us the lead at the break 2-1 um, just mentioned him Dan Sullivan he was the he was the goal scorer this time it was um, really a well worked goal actually Dave I must I must say it was one we we um, we won the ball back in a high area Kyle Egan a bit of high press just won it in the right back role he's played it into the middle Anna Bonham's played it back to Sullivan who's um, just placed it into the bottom corner it, uh, he won't like me saying this via a deflection, but um, it was, it's one of those with two one up, and we were we were playing well. And um, second half, we just didn't we didn't really come out, Dave. I'm not, it's hard to pinpoint what actually went wrong, really. But um, Murphy scored early in the second half. It was a because it, it could have changed. We had a, we had a Rocky Neil um, uh, and Sullivan. I think well, I can't. 
sorry, not Rocky, it was Sullivan and uh, someone else, can't think who it was, but it was a Truro had a tap in, it was goal disallowed, um, about a minute into the second half, they charged through and the offside flag was up, um, so it could easily have been 3-1, but ultimately it was 2-all, um, Murphy scored a tap of their own, just ran down the, the wing, crossed it in, and bloke tapped it in for a couple of yards out, which 2-2, two, two, and then um, sort of just went wrong from there, really, Dave. They got a third, and it was credit to the striker. He's beaten a couple of defenders, and he's put it into the bottom corner. Um, Hammy, no chance. Great finish. The fourth goal, disappointing, really. Toby Stevens has gone in for a tackle and um, given away a free kick. It was a bit of um, one of those classic uh, football sort of, Scraps. We say, you know, how there's like 20 different people getting involved in a little push, push and stuff, and a couple of bookings branded out. So um, then, from that free kick, uh, that Murphy scored from it was a, into the box, and the big centre back Yakuba, who is well, he's a giant. He's a really good defender. He always impressed me whenever I've seen him play, and um, he rose highest and headed past Hammy for to make it four. And then the fifth goal was just a. Probably the probably the best goal of the of the day, really. I must be sad. Just a shame it fell to Murphy, but um, the the lads just run beating Charlie Madden for pace. Who's only obviously Charlie's not um, not match fit yet. He's only just come back from injury, but he came came on for I think at the last half hour, which was good to see because he's not featured um, since pre-season, so it's really good to have him back. But um, he beat him for pace, and then he striker just goes round, takes the ball round Hammy and just taps it in. So. Um, a disappointing day, really, Dave. I said the, the FA Cup is competition. Obviously, it's a competition we want to do well in, but ultimately, it's one where wasn't really our day in the end. But we can hopefully rectify that next week. Yeah, and what a big week it is because not only will you want to get revenge on Saturday, but you've also got uh, a very top of the table match coming out on Wednesday, haven't you? Yeah, it's a massive, it's a massive week for us, Dave. I think um, we're aware of that. Um, the only positive out of it is the 17th. We've not got a game now, so um, <laughs> with the FA Cup, so we'll have the massive game, top of the table clash, and then we can have a bit of time to reflect. And hopefully, we'll, we'll go into that weekend with a win. But um, uh, yeah, no, Murpher again. So a bit of deja vu, should we say? Um, looking forward to that. It's for it's chance to chance to get not revenge as such, but it's chance to you know um, go there again and hopefully get the get the right result and. Um, continue our good league form because it was. Um, I think Paul summed it up. It was you can't concede. To concede, what was it? Five goals is disappointing, really disappointing. But um, and we've not really looked like we've not really conceded that many goals. Um, in, in if, when you actually look at the league table and stuff from our first six games, mm. I'm not sure how. I think it is only four goals we conceded. Five. Five. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not not that many really, um, considering how we, we we were leaking goals for fun last year, and um, we we've, we've been without Ben Adelsbury since uh, match day three, and um, who's obviously the marquee centre back, and uh, with Will Deans had to fit in there, so it has, it's been it's been difficult, but um, yeah, no, hopefully we can get a Murpher and continue our good league form, Dave, because it's it's been a great start. August was a great month for us, and although September didn't get off to the the ideal um, starting the cup, but we can hopefully rectify that Saturday. And I think obviously o Oko and Haste will be back, and uh, hopefully Tyler and uh, Will will um, be fit. We'll see with a week off last week, so hopefully they can they'll be back and raring to go. And well, Tyler will be raring to go as he's um, scored in every game this season for Truro that he's played. So mm -hmm. um, no doubt we'll want to continue that in in Murpher. Right. And Western Supermare they got Hayes and Yeddy on Saturday, so. Is that good or bad? Um, well, it's, 
it's, it's a difficult game for them, no doubt. Hayes are arguably, I've said it before, Dave, they're probably one of the best teams in the league. And although they haven't perhaps had the start, the bestest start um, if for their standards, they're a, they are a good, very good side and they can cause anyone problems. And um, yeah, no, that'll be that's a tough game for them, uh, Western. It's a, it's well, it's a tough week for them. Obviously, they've they've uh, above us, aren't they? They were top of the league, undefeated as well. So they're. Um, They've done really well, uh, Western this year, and they are—they're the sort of team. They've got so much quality all across the, from goalkeeper all the way up to striker, like Ruben Reed and Dale Grubb and um, Max Harrison. Goals said so they've got some really, really talented players. So um, it's not going to be easy. They—they got see the tough game Saturday, and then to come down to Belifo Wednesday, which is. I reckon that's going to be a cracker in it, really, Dave. I think that's not one to be missed with um, two of the best. Well, at the moment, is the two best Southern League teams, um, as the table says, and sure, hopefully it'll be a, well, a cracking game to go and watch, and uh, hopefully get a decent turnout as well, get as many fans through the gate for that one, because it's um, it's going to be a, I reckon it's going to be a bit of a feisty encounter. And whenever we play Western, they're always really um, good games and entertaining games as well. So, um, apart from last year, we don't mention the game of Belifa last year, but uh, we keep that quiet. That four 0 defeat uh, on the set last game of the season, second last game of the season. But um, no, uh, it's one of those, Dave. I think that'll be a be a tough game. Right, great stuff. That's the first team. What about the reserves? They had a well, they had a. Well, the closest local derby you can have, didn't they, last Saturday? Well, yeah, I looked at that and I was like, yeah, that is, um, it's dark derby day, as you, as you say, it's probably, the, you can't really get it much closer, can you? But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, a good result for them, we've continued, again, their unbeaten start to the new season as well has continued, so, um, well done to John and John and the team, and they've got the got the result they they wanted, 2-0, Oscar Marks and George Newton on the score sheet as well, who, um, George is someone who's impressed me an awful lot, um, it, every time I've seen him play, whether that's for the 18s, whether that's for um, the reserves, or even when he's featured for the first team in pre-season stuff, he's a really talented young lad, and um, good to see him scoring goals. And yeah, Paramore did get one um, back late on. I think it was from the penalty spot um, in the 90th minute, but it's one of those Davis. Um, just three points in the bag is all that matters. So uh, well, well done to the lads, and they've got another another tough game this weekend. Now you say every game's tough. It, it's you know, they're playing Redriff United mid mid table, so c- surely it won't be that tough, will it? True or und- undefeated at the moment. Yeah, but uh, there's no Dave. It's football, isn't it? We've all said it. There's no such thing as an easy game in football, <laughs> and um, it's, it's cliche. Isn't it? I sound like a manager, but um, no, it's uh, as you say. The Redriff. We had good games against them last year, and I think I'm pretty certain, I, I think I went down to the one when um, we played them. So it's uh, yeah, no, the, I said it'll be a difficult game, but hopefully one that we can get three points in and continue our unbeaten start to the season. And actual guy as well, which as you say, the, after last week's away game, they'll be the home team this week. So um, hopefully they get the right dressing room going when they go in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so and I believe the under 18s start soon, don't they? Yeah, so the 18s, um, they start their, well, obviously they had their FA Youth Cup game last week, um, but their league season starts, DGM League, uh, starts on Sunday, so that'll be uh, good to see them back in action, uh, up against Tor Point at Calliworth, so, because um, I think there's only about eight teams in that league, so the fixtures are really quite sporadic, they are quite... Um, they're a bit all over the place, really. They'll, they'll play one game and then won't play for four weeks, and then play again like three games in about a month, in the space of about a fortnight, and then not mm. play again for a month. So it is a bit bit, bit 
bizarre, but that's the way it is. So, um, no tour point on Sunday. Uh, two o'clock kickoff, I believe, at Calliworth. So, um, if anyone is at a loose end on a Sunday afternoon and doesn't want to watch a Super Sunday, which, having watched a, as a Liverpool fan, Dave, watching Liverpool at the moment is a bit painful. So, um, chance to go and watch some local football. There you go, Calliworth College on Sunday. Yeah, and Calliworth College is it at um, Bodmin, isn't it? It's a Bodmin, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know you said about the, the games for the under-18s are sp- uh, pretty spread out, sporadic, but I'm assuming that most of the under-18s, they probably play Saturday football anyway, don't they? Uh, I would I would imagine so, yeah. I know a few of the lads um, actually play for Truro's reserve team as well, so yeah. um, I'm, and I'm, I'm not... I'm not going to know really about all of all the, all the players. I'm, I don't know whether, as you say, they probably do play Saturday football for someone, um, whatever league that is or whatever level it is. So um, I know is it, I know Finn Harrison was playing for Bobman last year, I believe. Um, so there's a few players like that who, as you say, play for Truro reserves and 18s, and then are obviously dual registered, and because you can do that obviously with a different league. So um, mm. I think they are dual registered with Saturday teams. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Cam, and uh, we'll talk next week. Cheers, Dave. Yeah, Cam Weldon there giving us the lowdown, not just on Truro's uh, Southern League side, but the uh, Superior League squad and the under-18s, who start very soon. Um, they're a bit nomadic, Truro, aren't they, these days? You know, the first team plays at Plymouth Parkway, the, the under-18s <laughs> play at Bodmin. What's going on? Yeah, the, the, the three teams are about over a radius of about 50 miles, aren't they? <laughs> uh, well, it'll all be, all be uh, better soon when they're, when they're back in Truro. Yeah, I hope so, Deeks. I hope so, mate. We, we've, we've heard things on the grapevine, Deeks, haven't we? But you just hope they come to fruition, don't you, mate? Mm. Just hope. That's right. Just living out. That's a nice little setup at Calliwidge College, though, Dick. So I, I watched a game there last season. Every game was off. I don't know if you remember, <laughs> mate. And I, I went to watch Paul Zeff, mate, against someone oh, yes. in the Dutch yeah. yeah, Paul Zeff against AFC Coleman. I think this is the only game. I think there was two games in the county that day, mate. And it's a lovely setup they got there, Dick. You know, it's, um, I might whip up there to watch Chora under 18s, mate, sometime. Well, might pop up there this Sunday, mate, actually. To a point, isn't it, mate? Two o'clock, Cam said, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll see how knackered I am, mate. But, yeah, it's a lovely setup, thanks. Obviously, Tregoy, mate, has got a little stand there now, mate, as well, hasn't it? Yes, they, they've moved pretty much everything they could move from Trieu Road out to there, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, that's good to see, Diggs, isn't it? So, you know, like like you said, Diggs, hopefully Troy moved back to Troy, but, you know, I suppose it's, it's not bad. You know, I suppose the three venues they got are all right for the time being, mate, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, share it around. <laughs> share it around. Yeah, exactly, mate. <laughs> Your Cornish Soccer Podcast. Right, on to the Western League. First of all, well done to Helston on making some club history as their FA Cup run keeps going. 2-1 away at Tour Point. Helston seem to be winning a lot of games 2-1, don't they, Rapper? Yeah, they do things, don't they? Not a bad score, I suppose, mate. Not a bad score. We're gonna the only downside, mate, is we're gonna have to see Mass's uh, suit again, mate. And me, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was trying to change the change my TV things. I was, mate. I thought I, I thought I had interference, <laughs> but yeah. no, nah, he carries it off well, mate. Done, he carries it off well. But yeah, yeah no, done well, well, things, don't they? Number number two, one, mate. At to a point, uh, same result as they beat him in the league, wasn't it? A couple of weeks ago. 
Yeah, goals from Tom Payne and uh, well, Ricky Shepherd's come back and he's uh, hitting the back of the net yeah. already. Yeah, the strikers are doing well, Deeks, aren't they? Ricky, yeah, Ricky and Ricky and Ruben, mate. Ricky and Ruben, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> both doing well, mate. Sounds they? like something out of Come Dancing, <laughs> doesn't it? Really? It does, mate. Doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ricky and Ruben. Um, yeah, all right. You don't need to keep saying it, but uh... no, sorry, mate. I thought I stumbled across something. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if it'll catch on, mate. <laughs> right. Do you prefer yeah. Ricky and Ruben rather than Ruben and Ricky? Oh, I don't know. Now you say it, Dicks. Actually, um, Ruben, Ricky, Ricky, and Ruben. <laughs> yeah, tough one, mate. Tough one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Helston. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say Helston have got Bishops Cleave in the next round, seventeenth September. Uh, yeah. They play in the Southern League Division One South, same as the likes of Tavistock and Exmouth and Biddeford, don't they? Yeah, that's right, Dick. So what's the betting? Geordie will score, mate. A Geordie and near goal, but an Alston win, mate. Hopefully, two one. Yeah, yeah, that'll do, Deeks. Yeah, a Geordie goal and a 2 1 Ulster. Well, I'll take that one now, mate, won't you? I'll yeah, take that now. That's, that's right. What's the odds, <laughs> you're betting, man? What's the odds on them getting into the first round proper? Oh, crikey, that's a tall old order, Deeks, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, pretty low, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'd say probably. I don't know, Deeks. What, what this, I suppose, you know, only three games, three what, wins. What odds yeah, would you give me? Come on, what, what would you give uh, me? I'll probably give you 25 to 1, mate. Hey! Yeah, oh. I, yeah, a bit stingy, I yeah, know, isn't it, mate? Is. It's probably more of a 50 to 1, isn't it? But, <laughs> oh, but you never know, mate. Oh. Hey, Deeks, while we're, on, while we're on the FA Cup, mate, we, we're going to mention the Blackfield and Langley keepers <laughs> dismissal, mate, are we? <laughs> yeah, what's all that about? Well, well, presumably you could. there was a hedge nearby, by the sounds of it, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, to be decent. You know, I've never heard of that, mate. I've never heard of a red card. I'd love to see the referee's report, would you, mate? I'd love to. <laughs> the, the magic of the FA Cup, mate. It's got on all the. It's got on all the talk. Uh, all the uh, sports talking programs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's made a bit of news all around the world, mate, isn't it? So give the, he's, he's given the FA Cup a, a bit of profile, mate, that gentleman, mate, isn't he? Yeah, I wonder if it'll <laughs> be on the, you know, when they do a sort of a, a review of, this, of the FA Cup so far, when it's, you know, the final day. I wonder if they'll mention it then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it, mate, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember old Des Lyman, mate, didn't he? he? used to do the cut. I can't, I can't imagine him talking about it, can you, mate? <laughs> on the cup final program. No, but yeah, certainly a, a new one, mate. You've got to let him off, Deeks, haven't they? Surely. Surely, well, aren't they? Well, I don't know. It's too late now, isn't it? Well, could be, mate, couldn't it? Yeah. Will he miss a. Is, it, is there a replay, mate? Yeah, they Did pro- they draw? Uh, they probably played it already, haven't they? <laughs> Yeah, probably have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they probably have, haven't they? If it's, oh, I think they have, Deeks. I've got a feeling I saw Shepton Mallet 1 3 2. Are you saying that out of knowledge or are you just guessing? No, I, I think I'm, I'm 85. I'll go for 90% sure, Deeks, because someone put a Porterloo behind the goal, didn't they? <laughs> 
one of the sponsors of a like a Portaloop company, mate, so obviously saw an opportunity, Deeks, didn't they? And they put a Portaloop behind the bottom goal, I think, and shut the mallet, mate. Oh, I think I saw that on Twitter, Deeks, yeah. Right. Yeah, well, brilliant. You, you are... Uh, of course, as usual, you are right with that scoreline. Shepton Mallet won 3 2. So, uh, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought I'd seen it on Twitter somewhere, I think. Sure. Right. Sorry, mate. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, uh, back to the Western League. Um, yeah. Last Saturday, uh, well, defeats for Mill. Well, a defeat for Millbrook. Uh, yeah. A, a last minute win for Mosul at home to Falmouth. So, you saw that game, didn't you? Uh, no. Which which game did you go again last week? I sorry, went mate. to Wendron. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, of course you did. Wendron, let's go. Yeah, it, that's it. it. Mosul was on my shortlist. It was on my shortlist, but um, I wanted to see yeah. St. Blasey, so... Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. Nice, I wanted to see Liscard, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, good game, mate. Good effort for Falmouth, mate. You know, considering, well, sort of most of the spine of the team was out dicks, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, Bornsey, wasn't it? Wardy Bornsey and um, JBE, mate, all out. That's, that's your spine gone, Deeks, isn't it, for time, yeah. really? It's um, interesting, isn't it, that Falmouth and Torpoint, probably the two that are, haven't got into any sort of run of form yet. Is that because they're a season behind the other four, do you think, or what? Yeah, it could be a bit of truth in that, I think, Deeks, yeah, probably. Yeah, I definitely think the season's experience has probably helped the other guys, mate, isn't it? I think we said that, didn't we? Start of the season, I think they'll be better for it, wouldn't they? A season at that level. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of truth in that. Deeks, probably, mate. Yeah, because... I think they'll both come good, though, mate. I think they'll both, you know, form a fan to a point. I think they've shown enough, Deeks, you know, that they'll come good later on. Mm. think, mate. Well, um, certainly, well, Torpoint ran Saltash relatively close, although I think Saltash yeah. were always in the league, weren't they, during the week when they won, uh, when Saltash won 4-3. So, uh, could I be right in saying the scoreline sounds tighter than the game was? I don't know. but um, No, I think you're right, Diggs, because I, I was at work, obviously, mate, and I, I was trying to follow the two games on Twitter, mate. Obviously, Town drew 0-0 with Alston, mate, didn't they, you know? Yeah. Which is a, de- a decent point, really, well, for both teams, really. But yeah, I think Salt Ash were because I I virtually switched off Deeks because um, Salt Ash were four one up, weren't they, with about five minutes to go? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you're right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I sort of come back to it later on and saw four or three, like, and I thought, oh crikey, you know, to a point, must give it a go, like. But yeah, I think it's probably more comfortable than the scoreline suggests, Deeks, isn't it? That one. Callum Merrin scored again. He seems to be getting some good reports. He's only 18 or something, isn't he? Yeah, good young player, Deeks, isn't he? I've heard some good things about him, mate. Yeah, definitely. Good to see a young player doing well, Deeks, you know, especially playing that level of football at 18, you know, seems to be in the side, right? Doesn't he starting and, and doing well? I know he got sent off down Falmouth, mate, didn't he? Bit of a blemish, but, <laughs> but you know, but apart from that, Deeks, I've heard really good things about him, mate, haven't you? Yeah, and River Allen played for Sotash. Now, what is all this dual registration? You know, am I being too strong by saying I almost feel it's cheating? Yeah, I know it's gone on for years, Deeks, hasn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I know. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, I, know, I know what you're saying, mate. I, 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 and I agree, like in many ways, really. It's just one of the things that seems to happen down here a lot, doesn't it? I, you know, I remember like our old former team, Deeks, you know. 
like you go and play a top of the table game at Bodmin or whatever, and Ricky would have bought in about four safe West, um, four Western League players like Deke, you know, or better mm. sometimes. So, and you look at you look at the team thing flipping it, you know, that you do feel a bit cheated, mate. But I don't think it always um, benefits the side sometimes. See? Even though you're bringing in quality players, mate, I don't sometimes, mate, I don't think it, it does actually strengthen you sometimes. Mm. Really, I don't know, but yeah, I suppose we're always going to talk about it, Dick, aren't we? Until well, until next you know? season, isn't it? I suppose it will stop uh, yeah. to a large extent next season with the the uh, Western League and the Peninsula merging. So yeah, that's right, Dick. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, mate. It should, um, yeah, hopefully, it should quieten down a bit on that front, shouldn't it? Next season, really. Yeah, but it's always happened, Deeks, isn't it? I suppose you just while you while you're allowed to do it, Deeks. I suppose we just got to accept it, mate, haven't we? I suppose. Yeah. All right. I'll get back in my box and. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I can see what you're saying, though, mate. I can, you know, it's, it's not ideal, really. It's not not fair, really. Is it not fair? Not fair. Very That's good. right. Right. <laughs> Fixtures coming up Saturday for our Cornish sides. Helston, uh, nice little trip yeah. to Barnstable. That'll be interesting, won't it? <laughs> I was going to say, Dix, what, what's the bet in Stu Bowker scores in that one? <laughs> he's going to be buzzing, isn't he, for that one? Yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yes, he's, he will he's be. Gonna score it. He's, he's going to score, Dix. I wouldn't mind putting a tenner on Bowker scoring in that one. Right. So, health yeah. in the way to Barnstable. Then we've got um, two all Cornish affairs um, Falmouth home to Millbrook and Mousel home to Tor Point. And that's. Uh, did I read just now? Mosel's against Torpoint. That's the third time they would have played this season. Yeah, that's exactly what I've got written here, Deeks. A trilogy of, but mate, oh, trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. yeah, and midweek Deeks as well. There's another little trilogy. Tr- tr- a trilogy. Well, I can't even say it, mate. But there's a trilogy in midweek Deeks on Tuesday night, isn't there? Alston Torpoint. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah. Already, so already, lo- Deeks. Lots so. of trilogies. Yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> and, and, a, and a double because Saltash are playing those on they've played already haven't they yeah that's true mate yeah good game that one mate wasn't it the first the first one mate yeah probably game of the, the week really looking looking at it Deeks isn't it that Saltash Mosel game Deeks beauty with these beauty. trilogies obviously you know you get all these programmes on tally and films whatever yeah is it always the case the first one is always the best yeah, yeah, I think you could be right there. I remember that. Remember Ben Eubank, Deeks, the boxing. Yeah. They had a trilogy, didn't they? They had three fights, and I think I remember the, the first one being the best out of the three, and that one, mate. Mm. I think you might be right, mate. Especially with, like, you know, I know what you're saying, mate, like a TV programme, mate. It's hard to, like, Star Wars, Deeks, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they come up with a good one, and then they, they, you're sort of fighting to make. The second and third ones as good, isn't you, mate? So, yeah. yeah, probably the first one is the best, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, and uh, what, what's that doctor's program that, that filmed at Port Isaac? Oh, Put- Doctor Who. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, no, it's that. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's it called? Oh, Doc's what's it called? No, Mo- Martin Clunes or whatever, yeah. isn't it? Martin. Yeah, for, oh, oh, crikey. Doc Sullivan? No. That's it. Dr. Shivago? No. <laughs> no, 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 I'm only taking it. I do know it, mate. Do- uh, they filmed a lot of it at the, at the hospital, dudes. Oh, oh yeah, I suppose they would do, yeah. 
Yeah, I remember years ago, mate, we had to cordon off a load of, load of wards and stuff like no one was allowed near him because... Um, Doc Martin, that's it. Doc Martin. Doc Martin. Uh, anyway. it. Yeah, I'd glad if I didn't get that. Because I, I met him about ten times, <laughs> mate, when he was at, at the hospital. Nice chap, mate. But nice chap. The reason I say I mentioned the, the series Doc Martin is that that's been going for years yeah. and years, hasn't it? And uh, and it, it's yeah. When it goes on quite slow, it, it's not quite the same. But we we I think we're digressing here, Rappo. It was going to be a yeah. We're yeah, there's always, uh, there's always, you know, there's only so many stories you can tell, I think, Dixon, there, to be honest. Yeah, that's right. It does get a bit shamish, doesn't it? It gets a bit shamish. Yeah. Well, for poor Isaac people, they're, they're happy that, that there won't be so many tourists, and I guess that, um, that yeah. uh, well, Tor Point are probably happy that I'm going to play Helston anymore after after Tuesday, won't they? Yeah, that's true, Dix, yeah, at least, at least it's done, mate, isn't it? I know Ashley was saying, wasn't he, like, a while back, or maybe Crackers as well here, you know, don't really like playing the Cornish team so much, like, you know, at the start of the season, but I suppose, you know, it served a purpose, Deeks, on it, well, we've got all the, all the Emmets down here, Deeks, as they say, mate, and maybe the travelling's, you know, probably been the best time to play these games, maybe, Deeks. A lot of familiarity, though, Deeks, isn't it, I think, when you play teams. Oh, yeah, that's true. Looked a bit tasty as well, didn't it, mate? That Alston um, trip to Tour Point, mate. That game, that FA Cup tie at the weekend. Looked, looked like it was sort of reaching boiling point a bit at the end there, Dix, wasn't it? Some of the tackles and all. Yeah. So, and, and, of course, there was that offside that wasn't wasn't there as well. Yeah, things like that can kick off, you know, can it make kick off a few tempers, like a decision like that and stuff. But, mm. but I think you, if you play a team three times in about a month, mate, you you build up these familiarities with your opposite number, Deeks, don't you? Yeah. And I think sometimes it can is not a good thing when it, you know you could boil over a bit, mate, couldn't you? I think sometimes so. Yeah, can understand why it happens, mate, really. But but like you say, at least it's out of the way, mate, innit? For the clubs, once they've done it, you know, it's, it's done then, mate, innit? The games are good to local yeah. teams. Hopefully our teams can go up the line and thrash a few teams up that way now, Dick. <laughs> right. that's, a, that's a good place to end the Western League, I think. <laughs> yeah. Your Cornish Soccer Podcast. Okay, step six football means we look at the South West Peninsula and the helpers, as usual, is Phil Hiscox. Well, another week, Phil, another seven days of football and I guess you've probably watched about six games, haven't you? been quite quiet this week, I've only been oh, to three. No! This week, yeah. yeah, I did manage to do three different counties, so I suppose that sort of helps. <laughs> right. I um, yeah. did the top East clash on Saturday, Ivoridge versus Axminster, who went into the game both unbeaten. Uh, Ivoridge came out unbeaten, Axminster lost their first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday night, another one of my Western League goodwill missions to Bridport, sorry, Bridport, Bridgewater versus Welton Rovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bridgewater flying high in the Western League, but I wasn't overly impressed. They they struggled to a 2-1 win and uh, both teams ended with 10 men. So, bad discipline isn't just in the Peninsula League. It's good to say. What, what, uh, what sort of attendance would they have had for that game, then, Phil? See, again, for a team that's 100% top of the table, they've had, they've reported some very good attendances, albeit they've had a Friday night and they've had FA Cup ties, but for the sort of run-of-the-mill league game against Welton Robes on Tuesday, 217. Oh, right. 
Yeah, it was okay, but it, you know, say we are talking here about a team absolutely 100% top of the table. I, I thought they'd been fairly disappointed with that crowd. Yeah, and I think um, from reading between the lines, they've got a, a lot of ambition there at the moment, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, say so the crowd that, that was, I think, the lowest crowd of the season so far. But you know. You, the weather was good on Tuesday. There was no yeah. like, storms on Wednesday. There was no no issues like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then Wednesday night, uh, I, back into Cornwall for my first visit of the season to Mount Wise. I had to have one of their sausage rolls. My oh. diet is, is is waning under the weight of one of their sausage rolls. You had the meal deal, did you? Uh, it was a bit odd, actually, because um, the, the lady asked me if I wanted the meal deal, but I, Steve Rich, the Newquay secretary, had just got me a cup of tea two months before, which I didn't <laughs> have to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> so I had it without the <laughs> without the meal deal. Right. Yeah, so sausage rolls—they're not your normal size, are they? It, it reminds me a bit like at Christmas when you lump in a bit, great bit of sausage meat onto your plate, <laughs> and somebody's just put it in some pastry for you. <laughs> and they're very awkward to eat, actually. Yes, yes, I've made, probably made a bit of a mess, but you know, I'm used to that. Uh, uh, as for the football, in between the showers. Um, I think I might be very soon banned from Mullion. Um, I've seen them twice since they've joined the league. Now, bearing in mind they're, they're trying, I've seen them draw 3-3 three, three at Sticker and lose 3-0 at Newquay, so I don't think they want to see me too many times. <laughs> yeah, right. Whereas I've seen them play twice and they've won both games. Yeah, yeah well, there you are. You, you can go and watch them in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but um, was there much rain during the game? There was a couple of... I wouldn't say throughout the game but there were a couple of really heavy downpours one just after Newquay scored that the heavens really did open for five minutes it was uh, you know anybody that was watching sort of delved for either of the two bits of covered accommodation at Newquay and overall though Newquay well by the sounds of it deserved to win obviously yeah, it's league yeah, cup isn't it didn't seem to offer much up front to be honest no um, yeah, I think they had a few changes by by all accounts. So whether players were you know couldn't make it or not, I don't know. But um, I don't know. I'm saying they were competitive, but they, they rarely threatened to score. And you know, I think certainly once Newquay scored the second, it was pretty well over. The third was a bit flattering. It was a penalty, which actually proved to be the very last kick of the game. You let them, under the rules, you've got to if you award a penalty, you've got to give them time to take the penalty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then then he blew for full time. All oh, right. So that's League Cup, um, and our new boys in Cornwall, Bude and Mullion, are both out, aren't they? Um, as is, as are Bridport, the the new boy in East. Oh, yes, right. so yes, only Timworth of the new ones are still in, and that's because Marjon's floodlights were playing up, and it's been postponed by a couple of weeks. <laughs> 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 right. They're still in by default, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So League Cup, when do we have the next round now, then? Uh, right, the next round is on Saturday the 15th of October, and that's the round where the clubs were all in the hat together with the cup uh, sponsors, Walsy Parsons, putting a travel pot of money in for any clubs travelling more than a 100-mile round trip. Right. Uh, so the ones that were played this week were a regional draw or midweek just to get them the down to the right numbers, whereas uh, on the 15th of October, there, there's some, some good treks. Uh, St. Dennis, for example, they're, they're off to Cullumpton. Um, uh, Newquay are off to Newton Abbott Spurs. Uh, down the other way, uh, Credits and United are coming down to Sticker. So I think yeah, some mileage, but of course, as the, as the draw always does, you also get some local derbies in the draw. Yeah, I think St. Blasey have got to travel as well, haven't they? Uh, no, they're home to Torridge side. Oh, it's the other way around. Yeah, Torridge yeah, side have got to travel. Yeah. 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 Um, are there any local derbies? 
Um, well, Dartmouth Bobby Tracy in the East is a local derby. Right. Um, and I suppose, interesting, Launceston versus Ivorybridge is hardly, even though they're different divisions, yeah. not exactly far apart. Yeah. Uh, not, as to be fair, nor is Oakhampton versus Callington. No, I suppose not, as uh, as the crow flies. So. Yeah. Um, and Sydney Farmington is another local derby in there. Um, all West ties, there aren't too many, actually. Well, Liscard Wendron, I think, is possibly... Oh, Liscard Wendron and Penzance and Camelford are the only all-West style. Right. Well, if you don't mind me saying, you've got to shake your balls up a bit for the next one. Yes. Yes. I can't remember who did it at the AGM. It was all the ladies, actually, I think. Uh, the, the lady committee members and things at the AGM did the draw this year. Right. So, that's League Cup. Um, what else is happening? Have you had much response to the uh, early kickoffs on Saturdays? Uh, only two clubs actually have asked so far, and both of those are in the east. Uh, Elmore and Torridge side have said that they would like to have two fifteen kickoffs in the winter months. This is the, the, the plan to allow clubs to save some money on electricity. Um, I have had an inquiry from one West club, but uh, they haven't actually confirmed they want to do it yet. The deadline is October the 15th, so that uh, when the referee appointments and things are done for the winter months, they're aware because there, there might be the odd occasion where a referee does it like a uh, football league youth alliance in the morning uh, uh, we need to know yeah. um, some of those will we'll do two games in a day but obviously if if one's at 2.15 and one's at 3 o'clock it's a lot easier if somebody's done a football league youth alliance in the morning to do a 3 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. the, so the response so far has been pretty quiet any idea about the other leagues in the country? Again, uh, seems to be fairly quiet. One or two leagues, I think, have done a sort of more blanket of you will kick off. Um, I don't know whether that's gone down particularly well. I did see somebody on Twitter sort of respond and say, we should do the same, but I'm loath to because I believe it you know, should allow clubs the options and the choices. Yeah, that's right. OK, so uh, October the 15th, is they've got to get in touch with you before that date, then, yeah. you're saying? Yeah, so, so they say that when they, they sit and start doing the referees' appointments from November onwards, they're, they're aware of which games are which. Right. And on the admin side, whilst we're talking about that, what about the restructuring? Is there much going on at the moment? Uh, last time we touched on the subject was um, to sort of say that we changed from a, a project group into a steering group. The steering group's first meeting is next Monday. Oh, right. Well, uh, that's coming up. That's hot, hot on the agenda. How um, many are in the group? Uh, it's eight, four from each league. <laughs> right. um, uh, so, really, now it's, we've got a whole set, set, a series of headings and things that need to be resolved. And, and it's there'll be a couple of subcommittees from that group that will be formed on Monday, particularly like the finance one, where we really need to send perhaps, you know, the treasurers and auditors from both leagues off to make some some sort of uh, recommendations about the finances you know I, I've done a lot of work on the standardised rules marrying them up between the two leagues that in itself isn't great, a great problem uh, because they are standardised rules but of course the fees and fines in the two leagues are different uh, and it's not really for me as secretary particularly with fees to come up and say well this is what it should be because you know you need the mm -hmm. treasurer's input because uh, they've got to pay the bills, haven't they? Yeah, that's right. For us outsiders, um, we think it's you know relatively easy two leagues merging together. But um, there's there's a heck of a lot of stuff that's got to be thought about, isn't there? There is. I mean, they do things a certain way. We do things a certain way. Not everybody accepts change in the same way. Um, some, we haven't reached a red line yet from either league, but there might be some red lines where <laughs> we, we have to 
you know, uh, yeah. resolve things. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think the actual structure, because the FA have, have mapped out what their structure is, that that will work. It, it's little things like, you know, the, the, when we have the Walter C. Parsons Cup, they have the Les Phillips Cup. Mm. What's it going to be called? What, mm. What's the, the rules on it? Um, Are we any closer to a name for the league? Uh, yes, but, and I would hope. I'm waiting on, before I announce it, or it gets announced, um, at the last meeting, the company secretary of the Western League was charged with going off to register the name of the league with Company's House to make sure no other bugger got in there first. <laughs> oh, right. Um, so if that has happened, if I can confirm that's happened, then we'll hopefully make an announcement on the, the name of the new league as early as next week. Oh, right. Sad, isn't it, when we get excited about that? But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you know, we, we've decided, but I just want want to make sure that um, all the copyrights and things that are, are available to us for that yeah. before uh, somebody else decides to pinch it. Yeah. Okay. Well, back to the football. Um, any Friday night football coming up soon or oh. not? We haven't had that many clubs wanting to agree to this year. Normally, I, I do a few as part of the fixtures and then people sort of agree amongst themselves um haven't got much there is one coming up next month at St Blasey but that's mainly because uh, after I did the fixtures they, they discovered they had a clubhouse function on a Saturday and uh I sort of bullied them in. That's the Blazy versus Dog Wars at the end of the month. I suppose also, the, to be fair, the 24th of September, week after next, is FA Vars. So that's a Saturday where people would have been waiting to see who they, they got in that. Oh, yeah. So, where are you going this Saturday then? Uh, I'm off my first revisit of the season. I, I've um, done an awful lot of clubs, but I've not been back anywhere for a second time. But uh, I've got a list on Saturday to Bridport versus Oakhampton. Oh, right. Um, Slightly worried about Bridport, in as much as, uh, well, bottom of the table for a club from below, but I was sort of reasonably pleased to see that they they had a, a closer game against Axminster in the Cup in the week, so hopefully they're, they're going to be competitive. Yeah. Um, and then next midweek, fairly local for me, Newton Spurs versus Dartmouth on Tuesday, Torrington versus O'Campton on Wednesday. Right. Uh, I think the week after, I'm back having my passport stamped in Cornwall. <laughs> Right. Okay. Well, that um, that's pretty much it then, I think, Phil, isn't it, for another week? Uh, thank yeah. you very much. Lovely. Look forward to speaking to you next week. I mean, Phil said a disappointing crowd digs at the top of the league, Bridgewater, mate, um, the other night. Two, two, un, 217, did Phil say, mate? I, I, always, I don't know what you think, Dix, but I always think the Champions League nights affect the midweek games in non-league, unfortunately, mate, don't you? Ah, could do, I suppose. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it too much, but um, yeah, you're probably right. And well, actually, Tuesday, like you said, the weather was okay, wouldn't it? But certainly Wednesday yeah. this week, with all the rain we had that night, that would have put a few off, I think. Yeah, that's true, mate. Yeah, obviously the weather being the main thing, but I always think it's a big pull, mate. You know, the old Champions League games for for people if they're thinking yeah they look at the window shall I go and watch you know me local tip or, or watch a you know sit in me comfort in me chair and what I don't know mate but you know not not every football digs but I just think Champions League is such a good competition isn't it top quality football digs I, I, I do think it knocks a few dozen off off the local crowds mate don't you over the years I think sort yeah, of yeah, not quite, really yeah I guess yeah. Uh, quite possibly but um yeah. Yeah. 
not really studied it with a fine tooth comb things but I, I always think like you know when it clashes it, you never see so good a crowds really locally but Mm. Phil had a quite a week, Diggs, didn't he? Three games in three different counties. Yeah, he's, he's slacking, mate, isn't he? Yeah. Just the three games. But I'm looking forward to the new name, Diggs. And, you know, I, <laughs> I just, I'm just hoping it ain't rubbish, mate. I'm just, like, hoping... Because yeah. we're going to have to say it a lot, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, you still say the Southwestern League anyway. Yeah, that's true, mate. I do, don't I? Yeah, I, I've never got me head around the Peninsula bit, have I? <laughs> What's it going to be? Western Peninsula League, is it? I don't know, mate. What, what do you think, mate? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, oh, well, I'd imagine it'd be okay with Phil sitting around the table, mate, wouldn't you? Bringing a bit of sense to it, hopefully. But, yeah, I hope it's not too, you know, so, yeah, massive name or whatever. I hope it's nice as something, not short and sharp things that we can use, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, I just hope it ain't rubbish, mate. I look forward to hearing what it is. Yeah, it, it's the, the latest one. What's we talking about league titles? Is the East Cornwall Premier, isn't it? The Combellic Vehicle Recyclers East Cornwall Premier League. I mean, yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, I hope they don't go down that route, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just well, I can't remember it. You're pretty good, <laughs> just from the simple fact. I can't remember it, mate. Mm, okay. I can't even remember to put Peninsula in, can I? So I'm going to yeah. be struggling, Dick. Yeah, that's right. Well, I think Western Peninsula would be quite fair, wouldn't it? You got you know yeah. Western from yeah, Western like League, Peninsula from the Southwest Peninsula. So uh, yeah, yeah, I like that, mate. Decent. We'll wait and see. Yeah, bated breath, mate. Bated breath. Right. <laughs> No, bated breath. There will be some people that have been waiting with bated breath to uh, to hear our first guest today. Uh, it's uh, someone from the East Division to kick off our Peninsula guests this week. As the season goes on in the podcast, we're hoping to speak to uh, more players from the East Division of the Southwest Peninsula. And uh, this week we have a, a new guest, but a name, a surname that's known to us already. It's Bowker, but it's Rob, not Stu. Uh, how are you doing, Dave? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you very much. Now, I asked you, I set you a little task yesterday, didn't I, in the, in the number of clubs that you might have played for. How many do you reckon you have uh, put a shirt on for? Um, not exactly number, I reckon around between 12 and 15. Right. I, know that sounds, I know that sounds bad, but um, every club I've played for, I've played for the shirt, do you know what I mean? So who are you currently with them? I'm currently with Dartmouth at the moment um, in the Palencia East Division. And how long have you been with them? I uh, joined this season. Uh, finished last season down with Stu down in Helston. I finished the season down there. Don't take this the wrong way, but that must have been a little bit of a surprise for you, mustn't it? Well, yeah, but um, obviously I wasn't playing after Christmas. Um, I just I thought I'd snuck it on the head. I wasn't enjoying it. And um, I got a phone call from Steve Massey, and um, he was just obviously asking if I could help out, <coughs> come down and um, help out. And I, I took it with two hands, do you know what I mean? It was a good opportunity to go down there and um, play at the standard still and just help my brother out as well, really. So um, during the summer, though, Dartmouth came in for you. Do, do you know many of the Dartmouth guy or not? Yeah, I do. Um, obviously, I played there back in 2006 um, season, um, so I, I know a lot of people there, and it's a club to my heart, really. 
And you've not had a bad start, have you? No, we, we've we've had a great start, really. We've played. We've obviously lost two games um, against a very good Ivorybridge team, and uh, to be honest, I think a really good Bovey team. So the two games we've lost, um, I think they're going to be up there challenging for the title, really. And what about Dartmouth? They they are you in with a shout? Um, I think we're one or two players away from really pushing. Um, Adam Kurzweil, the manager at the moment, he's out out on the look, obviously, um, for them one or two players. But if we get them one or two players, I really believe we can give a good push. And of course, this season, how's the um, sort of restructuring going to affect Dartmouth? You know, are you going to go for a top four place? Are you ready to take up, uh, you know, a step five place? Well, I believe, um, speaking to Adam and John Frost as the two managers, they really, really want to push. So... As a club like Dartmouth are well established, I think if they finish in the top four, they will be a very good team in into that new um, league, whatever it's whatever it's going into. <laughs> so I, I believe that they 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 can do it. Really, what do you make of the restructuring? Do you think it's necessary? <laughs> Not really. I, I I personally don't. Obviously, after when I, I when I um, left Torquay, um, I went and played for Dawlish under my old man mm. and. Um, it was Western League was a solid league then. Um, Ex pros in there. It was a proper established league, and I, I just look at the Western League now, and I don't see it as being as strong as it was. And I think making the adding, adding this um, two divisions, I think it will weaken it even more. Personally, that's my opinion. But. If you look at it from, I mean, obviously you're you're based in Devon, so it's not quite so bad. The travelling is one of the main reasons, really, isn't it? Yeah, I I, I do feel sorry for the, the, the Cornish teams like Falmouth, Houston, Mousehole, who, who are at the bottom end of the country, and it is hard. Like, Chora found it hard, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. And um, I think it's good for clubs like that, don't get me wrong, but I do think it's... It's just going to go back to like when we had the Palencia Premier. Yeah. Uh, that's what I, I feel it going to be like. Yeah, yeah, I can see what you're saying. So, I mean, you've been in the game a long time and you've already touched on it that the standards probably aren't what they were, you know, 20 years ago or whatever. But, but what can we do about that? When, when I say the standard, I think the young kids coming through are, are, are unbelievable. The football they get given, the... the the, the amount of football they watch, the coaching they get given. I think the, the young players coming through are brilliant. I just feel that the I don't know what to do about it, but I just feel that the, I feel that it's a young man's game now instead of like a, an ex-pro's game, if you know what I mean. Like mm. when I come through, it, you got told like what to do and how to do it, and now the young players come through ability-wise ten times better. But I just feel the attitude and the way they put themselves towards the game is, is a lot different. That's what I feel. Mm. What do you make of all this diving and that sort of stuff that goes on? Personally, myself, I think it, I think it's just a bit of a disgrace, really. Um, <laughs> I, I feel that the game's... You're just trying to con a ref. The refs have a hard enough time as it is. And they're, they're trying to calm the refs to get get an easy foul or a penalty. And I, just, I just don't believe in it. That's one thing I don't believe in. Mm. And you're obviously, you mentioned your dad. You are seriously, or you are from a seriously footballing family, aren't you? Yeah. We, um, 
we all love it to be honest. Um, obviously, I've got my two brothers. Steve's out with me at um, Dartmouth at the moment, and um, Stuart's at Barnstable. So Stuart's still playing at a good standard, even though we we're, we're playing at a good standard. But um, it's just more local for us, especially with my age now. And yeah, the family absolutely love it to be honest. Um, and what would your dad say about the modern game? I think he'd say pretty much what I would say really just like the young kids don't know they're born really these days playing under my old man and now playing for Adam they're they're proper old school and um, I probably had the best two three years playing under my dad at Liverton and now going back with Adam Kerr as well it's proper old school like you you, you do that extra mile like for um, players managers like that I just don't find that they're, they're hard to find these days, I think. Yeah. Now, what about pre-season training? You, you know, let, let's be fair, Rob, when you're 39, it can't be that easy, can it? <laughs> no, no, it, <laughs> it's not. Every year it does get harder, but um, I've got a young little boy. I, I coach his under-15s team, and um, we we go on runs with them. So that, that has really pushed me. I've been doing extra work on my own. Like obviously with the with the boys taking down to Odicum Beach, doing the hill run, the steps. So I'm lucky to keep fit. I'm really lucky to keep fit because I find it hard just going out on your own. But obviously I've got my under 15s team that are, that push me. And then when I go to training, I'm secretly doing extra stuff that people don't know about. If you know what I mean. Yeah. When you stop playing, are you interested in being a manager, or a coach, or what? Do you know what? I I. I that's the reason it's kept me going, kept me going, kept me going, because the love of the game, the Saturday mornings getting up, it's, it's, there's nothing, nothing, nothing beats it. But I, I had a dabble in management with helping Mark Forrester at Stoke Gabriel um, a few seasons ago. Um, I just find it, managers have the hardest job in the world right now, yes, especially yes. at um, mm. amateur level. Um, it's such a hard job such a hard job and it's just made me turn my head a little bit I, I'd like to help out as an assistant but the manager's role is I respect every manager out there at the moment because it is a hard hard job and it's almost a full time job isn't it oh massively a full time job like you, you, you're going to be on the phone like for a good couple of hours a day sorting training out sorting players availability out training it's just ridiculous getting players in players on holiday I find it so hard honestly I respect every manager out there like I just said mm. right now one of the reasons I got you on obviously I, I saw your tweet um, after the weekend and you didn't have a bad day last Saturday did you no it was um it started off an amazing we, 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 we really popped the ball around in the first half an hour Almore can keep up with us missed a few chances to make it probably 2-3-4 and then um, they go and nick a couple just before half time one after half time and then um, that's when the Dartmouth spirit really kicked in and um, we got a penalty um, obviously I'm on penalties and stuck the first one away and then we got the equaliser with two minutes to go and then we get another penalty and obviously I'm a little bit nervous but <laughs> I, I, I love the nerves I love that situation and um, like I said being at my age days aren't going to come like that many more mm. and to, to stick it in it was um, a good feeling good feeling and had for a while to be honest now for a penalty taker do you smash them do you place them or what 
Um, don't like to give too much away, but um, I can't, as I've been a left foot, I like to um, whip it low and hard to the keeper's left. But for um, I changed my mind on Saturday and I just slotted Ooh. it home. Ooh. I slotted it home and um, yeah, it was good. So I, I have got to mix it up a lot more, to be honest. But um, I've got a good ratio with penalties, to be honest, probably. I've got a good ratio. Yeah. So stick to what you're good at, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So. You're left-footed. Stuart's left-footed. Are the whole Bowker family no, left-footed no, no. or not? <laughs> no, Steve's um, Steve's a right footer, and um, my old man was a right footer, so fifty-fifty um, really. <laughs> right. And who you got Saturday, Rob? Uh, we got Sidmouth at home on Saturday. Um, oh, that's a home they, home banker, isn't it? Well, you'd think so. I, I've heard Sidmouth of. Um, Got a few players in. They've got that Mike Surley. Um, he signed from Helston. And um, obviously, I think they lost um, to Brixham at 4-0 on Saturday. So they're going to be out looking for like a comeback, bounce back, if you if you know what I mean. Yeah. Where, where do you actually live? I live in Torquay. Torquay, Babacombe. Right. So um, it's only... To Dartmouth over the ferries, about 40 minutes. Oh, right. It's still quite a trek, then. Yeah, it's quite a trek. But um, my mum and my family live in Peyton, and uh, my mum likes to come and watch, and she's um, she lives in Peyton. So from Peyton, it, I'd say it's 20 minutes. Right. 20 minutes, so it's not that far, really. Right. Go over the ferry. It's a nice little journey. <laughs> nice on a nice day. But, yeah. Um, now, so Sidmouth Saturday, and then it, it could be a tasty midweek game for you as well, couldn't it? Yeah, we got um, is it New Spurs? Yeah. New Spurs in midweek, and um, they're another um, funny team. Like I think they've got loads of young, talented players. Um, but it's just if they turn up, they they're, they could be up there as well. Um, but it's just young lads. You just don't know what you get sometimes. Sometimes they can't be can't be bothered. Um, if they they need that like rocket rocket up there. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. To get them going, like. Um, but on their day, they're, they're, they're going to be up there as well. So that's going to be a tasty one. Yeah, certainly will be. And out of all the sides you've played so far, is it Ivy Bridge that everyone's got to uh, aim to end up? Above? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, yet again, very young, talented team. And um, when they turned up to Longcross um, on our second game, it, it, they. They absolutely um, played us off the park, really. Um, beat us 4-0. 4-0. And it, it, it could have been a bit more. Um, not taking it away from us, but they, they're they a very good team. And I, I still believe they're 100% at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and they've got good facilities. So, they, they'd be looking to um, go up to that league. And that would be a good uh, step for that club where they've come from, really. Yeah, and just finally, you've mentioned the likes of Newton. Well, actually, you say Newton Spurs, don't you? Not Newton Abbott yeah. Spurs. Yeah, Newton Spurs. Yeah, New yeah, Newton Spurs. Right. Now, so you mentioned them. Obviously, you play for Dartmouth. Um, there's a whole lot of teams in the area you're in, aren't, aren't there? Oh yeah. Um, I still believe Brixham. They're an ex club of mine, and I had a good few years there. Um, I believe that they. They're still favourites in my eyes. They've got a good, solid um, team, and they've got a good. The club's very, in a very good uh, position. I think that club at the moment is the club probably chasing um, <coughs> Buckland from around our area. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Rob, for coming on the podcast. Well done last Saturday with your 
with your penalties, no and it's always great to score a goal, isn't it? Even if it's oh, only yeah. 12 yards out. But um, yeah, how did you celebrate? You didn't take your shirt off or anything, did you? No, 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 no. I just, um, obviously, at Dartmouth, we call it the cop end, <laughs> kicking towards the clubhouse. Right. And um, there's always a, a gang of people, obviously, stood by the, um, the clubhouse. So I literally just run over there, and all the lads just run over to me, really. I don't really knee slide anymore. <laughs> Too old for that. And um, I keep my shirt on. I haven't, um, don't want to get booked for something silly. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, actually, do you get many bookings or not? Well, to be honest, I normally pick up about seven, between six, seven, and eight in a season. But um, this season, I've not had one booking. Ah, well done. So um, that's my aim to get to Christmas with no bookings. Right, your aim to get to Christmas with no bookings. We'll be back to find out how you get on. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks a lot, Dave. Now, Robbie Baker, uh, Rappo, penalty taker. So, what did he say? He he doesn't smash it. No, he, he left-footed curler, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he comes round the ball. Do yeah, I do the same things for me right foot, actually, mate. I, it, Rob said he, like, comes around the ball with his left foot and goes to the keeper's left. So, obviously, well, that's what I do, mate. I sort of come around the ball and go to the keeper's right. That, that was my sort of favourite go-to pen, Deeks. So you varied it up a bit, Deeks, didn't you? Your pen. I think you was more of a side footer, mate, weren't you? Yeah. To the keeper's right. left. Yeah, that's right. Most of yours, mate. Yeah, your favourite one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't remember seeing you miss any of them, like, but um, but I know what Rob means about the pens, Deeks. I know we both took them in a time, didn't we? I just love that sort of nervous tension that you make between just you and the keeper. I think it takes a, a little bit of a weirdo, mate, doesn't it, for someone, someone to take pens, doesn't it, and enjoy it. <laughs> oh, thank you. I think you've got to, yeah, like us, mate, I think we're all weirdos, mate, because, you know, it, it is quite nerve-wracking, mate, but I just like that sort of shoot-out thing, mate, between you and the keeper, and, mm-hmm. and you know, everyone's waiting to see what's going to happen, but, but so he's a really good bloke, mate, doesn't he, Rob, mate, you know, he's yeah, so sounds much point. better than Stu, doesn't he? <laughs> I didn't like to say, mate. I didn't like to say. Sorry, Stu. Sorry, Stu. But yeah, it's some good points, really, mate, wasn't there in that interview? Think, you know, pl- obviously, Rob's had plenty of experience. Like you said, mate, you know, over a dozen teams or whatever, over a lot of seasons, playing at a good level. 39, I think you said he was, Dinks, wasn't yeah, you, Rob? Still yeah. playing, so yeah. You know, totally agree with him, mate, about the young players today, really, mate, and, you know, and, and agree with him as well. I wouldn't, wouldn't want to be a manager either, Deeks, really, you know, so, you know, but, but yeah, really, really nice chat. You know, you enjoyed that interview, Deeks, it's really good, like, Rob come up with some good points, mate, didn't he? Mm. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix. So, uh, during the season, we will try and... Um squeeze in the uh, the East Division as well any players and managers yeah. etc but uh, Ivy Bridge are the team to beat at the moment aren't they? Yeah it seems to be don't they? everyone's sort of talking about them aren't they everyone in the know you know like Rob mate and people that you know East Division I think Kev Kev's interview the other week mate didn't he Kev Miller sort of rated them highly as well didn't he yeah. and 
I think everyone that's sort of played against them or seen them, mate, they they got a lot of respect for Ivory Bridge Dicks, haven't they? So I actually watched them pre-season at St Blasey, mate, and um, thought they was very good as well, Dicks. I think Blasey won two-one in the end, Dicks, but but um, yeah, it's a really good match. Two really good teams, and they they look like a, a sort of young a youngish team, Dicks, with mm. a with a scattering of experience, and they look really fit and well drilled. So. I did think they would have quite a good season in the East, but but I think they're even, you know, well, they're exceeding all expectations, I think, Dick, aren't they? They're flying, aren't they, mate? Mm. So, um, yeah. uh, Christian Merrin, who we mentioned, um, is it Christian Merrin or Callum? Merrin? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Callum, 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 Callum Merrin, yeah. who we mentioned for Sodash, he, he, he was playing for Ivy Bridge, wasn't he? So, uh, yeah, that's right. Testament to what they're producing there at uh, at Ivy Bridge. Yeah, yeah, well done. Well done to all concerned, Dicks. Right, so, um, yeah, Rob Baker plays with Dartmouth. They came from uh, 3-1 down to win. Another club that uh, staged a bit of a comeback last Saturday was Dobwalls. They were at home to St Dennis. And uh, so it's time we caught up with things at Lantoon Park, and in particular, the management. Well, welcome to the uh, podcast, Ben Washam. Let's uh, bring us up to date, Ben, with what's happening at Dobwalls management-wise. Um, you know, I brought in um, Brad Gargett and um, Mike Bridgman. Um, they were at Savvy um, several season goals with reserves. I think they won the league there. Um, you know, they're very... Good with the youth. Um, got good links with Park Render 18. So, I, you know, I thought the way the game's going, um, you know, it'd be ideal to get to get them in and, and bring the youth through. Seems, um, yeah, it seems to be more of a, a young man's game these days, doesn't it? Well, I think with with the budgets and and you know, doubles not having you know the biggest budget. You know, like some other teams in the league, I think. You've got to go in out and actually find some like hidden gems. Yeah. Um. Try try and bring them on, really. And so, are you the number one there at doubles now? No, we're joint managers. You know, I'm, I've never been one for um like status or anything like that. Um, we're a team. Um, you know, and I've always been the same. I brought him in, and it you know is not I'm the main man, and you know he's my number two. It's you know we're a team. We make decisions together. Um, you know, ultimately, probably I probably do have the final say, but you know, we're in it together, really. How long have you been at doubles now, Ben? Oh, feels like a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> feels like a lifetime, to be honest. Um, what four years now? Three and a half years. Right. So, how would you assess the progress in that time? Oh, you know, it's been fantastic. You know, everyone forgets that we had the fire there. And, um, you know, two seasons ago, mm. was absolutely tore through the club. Um, no, um, with the insurance company, um, didn't pay out. So through local businesses and the help from the community to get it back on its feet, which is amazing. Um, and it's, you know, with all the new club lights, um, all the regeneration, new clubhouse, you know, extension on the side, pathways, you know, it's really starting to, you know, become a big club. Right. And what about on the pitch? Yeah, on the pitch, you know, I lost um, Simon Westlake. You know, he went on to do his own thing. Um, you know, I worked with him for probably oh, 10 years. 
Um, you know, he went off, so the transition has been difficult. But um, with with the youngsters coming in, you know, I think we've stabilised. We're still not the finished article. We're still, you know, looking to improve all the time, like every team is. Um, but we're moving in the right direction, really. Yeah, and this season, what? Well, you're pretty much uh, the the mid-table example, aren't you? You played seven, won three, and lost three, eighth yeah. in the table. Um, what, how would you assess your your form so far? Oh, we've been, you know, extremely, extremely unlucky. If I'm being honest, first game of the season, um, I'm missing probably five of the senior players. Um, I've gone down with seven 16-year-olds, um, five starting. Was nervous, to be honest with you. I thought, we you know, how they get on. And to lose, you know, it's 1-0 at, you know, 87 minutes, it was 1-0, and then we've gone up the other end to get the go, and they've broken scoring in, like, 90th minute. It really, really unlucky. You know, the defenders for the lives, we had chances. Then you go to Bude. <laughs> we lose 2-1. 90th minute again. Then, where do we go? Godolphin was a disaster. <laughs> yeah, absolute disaster. That's the only game I would actually say where, you know, it went on a day and they were the better team. But other than that, I think we've been, you know, value for money, really. What what happened in the FA Vars game? I was really surprised you lost 5-1 to Elberton. Oh, like, you know, people won't let me say in this, but, um, you know, the Vars... You know, I don't think anyone from our league has ever won it. Um, and I basically wasn't interested in the Vaz. Um, and I give a lot of the youngsters their opportunity to play in the Vaz, where the financial implications, if you play away, if you play at home, you know, hurts the clubs. Mm. I think the FA need to look at that. Because last year when we played Bashley at home, I think it cost the club like over £2,000. So... You know, the club didn't tell me this, but I was looking at it from, from my own point of view, say, thinking, you know, do I want more games? Probably, probably not. And I think that, that feeling, the players got that feeling for me, which, which is probably wrong. Um, and I think that overstayed onto the pitch, you know. I think men always beat boys, you know, in a game like that. You know, they've got John Winters, Alberta and all, you know, the old guys, a lot of my friends. And I, I think a lot of the youngsters used to play for open under 18s at the moment. So it wasn't fair for me not to play them in that game. Um, yeah, I was disappointed, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not that overly disappointed at being at, being at that competition, I'm being honest. Yeah. And then you came back well on Saturday, I think. You, were you 2 0 down against St. Dennis? Oh, yeah. We just, and yet again, you know, I, I was missing, you know, six of my first team players all still holiday season. Um, you know, played, um, brought a couple of players in just to help us out from um, Gunners Lake and um, things like that. Um, Two 0 down. I think we had probably seventy percent of the possession first half. Just couldn't score. And the longer it went on, I was thinking, you know, <laughs> they're going to make one in a minute. But then they go. You know, it's a bit of a. You know, I'm still a bit bitter about it now. The referees give give them the ball back and allow them to take a quick. Um, free kick and they've scored and then our keepers obviously shouted at him got a sin bin and then that's where they've got their second goal so going in at that time um, two not down you can imagine there was some um, not very nice words said from me to the players mm. <laughs> um, but, but they did up. respond 
yeah, we come out, and I just said to him, at the end of the day, you know, you're the only ones you can put it right. You know, we, we, the tactics, we, we got right. I changed the shape a little bit. Um, me and Brad had discussions, and we changed the shape. Um, come out, got a response, and that's what you want, really. It just proves that they've got it in their locker to, um, to do that. So all's well that ends well. Um, you mentioned you got players away, or you had players away on holiday. What's the sort of setup there these days at doubles? Is there an under eighteen team? No, there's a reserve team that play in the um, Lake St. Piran, but they're not allowed. The funny thing about it is they're only allowed to play three games for us, and then they, then they become senior players. Right. It's really, you know, it's a really awkward situation for the teams in our league. Um, because we're the senior teams, you can't really use the reserve team players if you want to. Right. Because, it, because of them they become a. I think I, I think that's right. I think they can only play like three or four games for us, and then the class is senior players. Okay, so that means you know you've mentioned you, you've had to bring in players from Gunners Lake and the likes. That's why you go around to these other clubs. Yeah, you, you've got to go around. You, you know, I, I think I'll, I'll probably go out and watch. You know, right, my game on a Sunday, I, I get two games in every Sunday. Um, go out looking for players all the time, um, looking for the next, you know, the youngsters, um, because I think that's that is the way the game is definitely going. Right. In general, those players presumably are from sort of Plymouth rather than Dobbles area. Yeah, we, you know, we looked. I went and watched um, Truro v Parkway under 18s. Um, there's a there's a few like true players that you know I want to be in contact with. Um, if I can get them, a, um, the doubles under eighteen, we've got three of them that actually um, are in the you know fringe players really. All right, so there is obviously youngsters coming through, which or local youngsters, which I suppose is is good. If you had a, a crystal ball. How would you want to end up this season? What would be good for you? What position-wise? Oh, you know, me and Brad talked about this, and it, I think the league's wide open. I think the stand has dropped, if I'm being honest. And you know, why no is it dropped? Around. Why is it dropped? Uh, I just think that the, the the league above, you know, they they've got the the power to be able to come to any of our players and just take any of our players, and. It's a real hard job to, to keep them when you haven't got a budget and stuff like that. When you haven't got a big budget, the, the players are actually playing for the managers. You know, I look at the league this year, there's no disrespect to Mullion. You know, I look at their position, and don't get me wrong, it's fantastic. But if that was three years ago, there's no way a team would come up on the league above to be where they are. You're right. So that that means that what's happening next season will actually help the the likes of doubles because you're all going to be one league. You're not going to have that poaching happen, are you? Yeah, yeah it makes me nervous. It makes me a little bit with the restructuring. I, I think you know we're going to be in a good position because we've gone young this year. But I, I fear for the likes of you know your list guards and and, and your teams like that because. At the end of the day, if their strike is banged in for it goes and Houston won him, he's going to Houston. And and, it, and there's nothing they'll be able to do about it with the financial you know, stuff. There's nothing they'll be able to do about it. And yeah, but, the way, yeah, but the they're, way. they're going to be in the same league though, Ben. So why yeah, yeah, why would they if, go to another club? But if Houston or Mauser or Sotash or Falmouth want any of the players in our league, 
they've got the the backing to go and get them and just coming in and sweep them, sweep them and get them. So it's going to be tough for the teams that go up this year. It's, it's going to be really, really hard for them to compete because I really believe they're only going to be competing for, for fourth or sixth place. Really, I don't think any of the teams in this this in our league will get near any of you know your Houstons, your Falmouths, your Saltashes. You know, with the greatest respect, none of the teams in our league are nowhere near it. Bar Blaze, Bar Blazy, probably. Right. Say a start maybe. Okay, but if you end up in the top four, you know you'll be happy to go up though, won't you? But yeah, I think, I think, you, I think you've got, I think you've got to. I think you've got to like bite the bullet and, and, and try and get up, and, and then reassess it when you're when you're up, haven't you? Yeah. Now I I interrupted you as to what you think might be a good ending to this season. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I just. Um, you know, if we, I said at the beginning of the season, you know, every manager wants to win it, don't they? But you've got to be realistic. And, I, you know, if we finish in the top six, I think, you know, it's another good season for Dobbles. Um, You know, we're still trying to get the infrastructure right, trying to, on and off the pitch with the youth and development of, of the youth teams and all becoming one club. Um, you know, and we want to try get the eight into a league so I can, like, them and get a, you know, reserve team. It's something like that. We finished, you know, seventh, sixth or seventh, you know, I think, well, I hope we're happy. <laughs> I hope we don't get a sack. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you mentioned uh, earlier, you know, th- there's some gems coming through. Yeah. Who are they? I don't really want to name them, if I'm being honest. Oh, come on. <laughs> Everyone knows who they are anyway. I don't know. They, the funny thing is, I, I don't think they do. And, you know, and, and this is, you know, we, me and Brad spend a lot of time going out watching these players. And, you know, Park Render 18 is a guy there called, um, Charlie. I won't say his last name, but, um, he's called Charlie. And, and he's been a breath of fresh air for me, if I'm being honest. Um, coming, got our player of the month. Um, he's 17 years old. You know, what a player he's going to be. And, you know, I just hope that we can keep him, if I'm being honest. Right. He's got a long name, isn't he? Long surname. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and, and because he's under 18, we won't mention his surname anyway, but, uh, yeah. just because yeah. of safeguarding and all that. So, yeah. Ben, Sticker on Saturday, they, those are sort of teams, no disrespect to Sticker, but those these are sort of teams you got to beat, isn't it? Oh, we've got to be beating them, yeah. And, and, and it's what, this is what I said on um, Saturday to the lads, you know. You think Dennis's last year, you know, to be honest with you, they, you know, we got to be beating them. I said to them, lads, come on, if we, you know, I always said to our teams, let's see where we are with five, six games to go. We've got to put ourselves in a position with five or six games to go, you know, and see where we are, you know, and we've, and we've got to beat the teams in and around us. And I think the big games take care of themselves. Mm. I think, you, you know, you think Blazies, your list guards and all teams like that, it's all on the day, isn't it? You know, but, You've got to pick up, you know, I remember um, Bradley Swiggs always used to say to me, Ben, pick up the points of all them teams in the around you. Yeah. And you'll be there. He's on his right. Yeah, that's right. And after sticker, you got a nice little run of three home games, so uh, that'll be a Yeah, but we've had, you know, I don't know if you've know, you know about obviously the racist stuff like that. That that there has impacted our club massively. Absolutely massively. Um, with the players and myself. Um because I didn't even know if I was going to continue, if I was being honest. Oh, right. Um, you know, I just thought I needed to mention that. 
you know, the, the St. Austell down there, first game of the season, when you've got all them youngsters playing there, and that happening, and then um, at home to Callington, another incident. Um, it's just, it, it, it's not, you know, me personally, sideways, um, with my commitment to what I want to do. Um, you know, we had a meeting last night about it at the club. Um, you know, and, it, and the FA, the Cornwall FA, need to seriously, seriously look at this because I don't know if you know if you know about what the, the guy in person got a um, he's racial to our keeper. He's admitted all that he'd done it, and he got a seventy-five pound fine and a six-game ban. A six-game ban. So what? So after <laughs> six games, he can go back and watch football anyway. Yeah, but he might. Yeah, the, the 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 ironic thing about all this is he he's a coach of a youth team as well. So that's not a big enough ban, is it? Well, yeah, you, you know, I just think it's you know, but that that there is nationally. That there is that's come from the FA, the higher hierarchy. But oh right. But yeah, it's just you know, a six game ban, a seventy five pound fine for racially abusing players as a spectator. You know, what is a deterrent? Yeah. You know the. There is no deterrent, and I, you know, I don't want to end that on a, you know, on a bad note for Dog Boys, because you know we're doing really, really well. But it's really questioned, you know, five games in, you get two racist remarks, uh, you know, at my players, mm. and being probably the black manager in the league. It's like, hang on a minute, <laughs> what, you know, what am I? I'm not there for that. Do you know what I mean? No, and definitely it's not what we want to see in in any level of football, you know, let alone local football. So I guess the best deterrent, Ben, is for you to carry on and do so well that these people, you know, they're nothing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway, let's end, let's end on a, on a, you know, on a high. Um, yeah. What's been the best performance so far this season? Um, probably the Callington performance. Um, you know, I thought we, uh, you know, we should have been out of sight, out of mind, um, first half. Um, Sean, I know Sean very well, good friend of mine. Um, he can make change of tactics second half. What about the 2-2? And I thought, oh my God, here we go. And here we go again, last minute. But then I put a 16-year-old on, JD. Um, he got the winner. So for the club, it was fantastic to, you know, he's worked hard really pre-season. You know, you're in and out the team to come on, get the winner. It was a really, really nice on the cake, really. Great stuff. Well, keep up the good work, though, Ben. Don't let people get at you. And uh, yeah, yeah. good yeah. luck for the season. Yeah, I appreciate it. appreciate the time. Yeah, fair play to Ben Deach. You know, Dobbles have come a long way in those, you know, last four years, mate, since he's been at the club, haven't they? You know, he mentioned about the fire and all, you know, not getting any insurance for that. Deach, the club did brilliant to... Do what they've done to build that up again, Dix, and they, and you know, chuck on top of that the floodlights and everything, Dix, and you know, I've got to be honest, mate. I enjoyed my visit to Lantoum there, mate, a few weeks ago, Dix, when Doubles played Callington, good game of football as well, and you know, I thought it was looking really nice up there, mate. You know, they fenced it off behind the goals, you know, with them big bull stop fences, you know, that you get and all, Dix, and mm. I thought the place was looking really good. It's, it's a nice setup, now Dix getting better all the time and, and Ben seems like a pretty shrewd football man mate doesn't he you know he, we were sort of speaking to him at that Liscard Callendon game mate when we early in the season um, and you know for most of the second half I found him an interesting bloke mate and, and pretty knowledgeable guy Deeks you know all regards local football and and um, and he watches a lot of football 
Yeah, it looks like it, mate, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like he's out and about trying to pick up players, mate, doesn't it? So, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, all, all credit to him for that, Deeks, you know, trying to improve his team all the time. And, you know, obviously, well, yeah, I mean, I was quite impressed with him the other week, mate. You know, a lot of players from Plymouth and that. Well, it's doubles against Callington, mate, but I think every player was from virtually from Plymouth <laughs> on the pitch. But yeah. it was a proper, like, good game, mate. And, um, but, yeah, I, I sort of, well, I did, when Ben mentioned at the end, it's, you know, there's the bit of a disgrace, Deeks, you know, the seventy-five pound fine and six-game ban, you know, for yeah. for racial abuse, Deeks. And I, I know we don't want to talk about it, mate. And I, I personally, I hate it, mate. But um, but yeah, I, I'm just delighted. It's an also acted quickly, Deeks, and you to to ban the, you know, to ban yeah. that gent. Well, well, I call him a gent, mate, but to, to ban. You know, that bloke for life, mate. You know, you, can't, you know, well done to Sonostal for that, for acting on it so quick. You, you just can't believe, you know, in this day and age, these, it still goes on, can you, mate? You still hear about it, don't you? All, mm. all the time. I, do, I just find it, uh, well, it's just a disgrace, Deeks, isn't it? It make, makes you sick to your stomach, mate, don't you? Yeah. To, to hear it, terrible. Shouldn't be accepted, and as you say, um, you know, perhaps that, that fine should have been reconsidered but um stick a note on the end of it deeks (laughs) yeah (laughs) make sure you don't miss an episode of the rapo and deeks friday fix by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform just search for cornish soccer talking football and you've got it right so any 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 one result from last saturday that stands out yeah, I think so, Dix. I think the game you was at, really, mate. I mean, there's a few, Dix. I thought Godolphin's 3-1 win at Bude was an absolute beauty, mate, wasn't it? Mm. Really, for Pofi. Yeah. Great result looking at the two, yeah, looking at the two teams' form. Like, um, I thought that was a great result. And also Mullion, mate, beating Sunostal 3-2, Dix, I thought, I thought was a really good result. You know, it shows how far Mullion have come, Dix, doesn't it? Because I do rate that Sunostal, you know, although... Obviously, the game I watched in this season, mate, you know, Weybridge beat him 7-0 and that, mate. But, <laughs> yeah. but it wasn't that sort of, yeah. you know, I felt sorry for Sparky, mate. You could see some also are, are a good side in there, Dick. So, you know, I still think, I still fancy him, mate, for top six. But, but yeah, I think the game you was at, Dick, you know, Wendron proving once again, Dick, didn't they, that they got all the credentials, mate, you know, beating one of the title. Fa- Dick, can I just mention, mate? Sorry, mate, I know I'm rambling on. It'll be in like a two and a half hour podcast again this week, mate, with it after a short one. But, um, can I just mention my old mate, Brian Scoffin, Deeks, in that game? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, keeper coach of when all round great bloke, mate, Scoffin. You know, keeper coach at Wendron, mate, these days. And, and he came on, it was 2 all when he came on, Deeks, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and, made some good you know, saves as well. Did he? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I mean, 45 years old, Deeks, you know, and still to come on in a game like that. And like you said, mate, make some saves and end up winning 3 2. You know, just you know, fa- fantastic to hear that, mate. Top bloke, Scoffy, mate, and and also digs another old pal between the sticks, mate. It's me old Penzance teammate Paul Williams at Mullion. Yeah. I mean, Paul digs. He's just turned fifty. 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 50 years I thought ago. he was about yeah. seventy-two or something. <laughs> I could old Willow, mate. He's, well, he's had a lot of worry, mate, lately. He is an Everton fan, Dix. He is an Everton fan. Yeah. So he has had a lot of worry. But now, 50 years young, mate, and still performing, you know, miracles, really. You know, he's had a great season, mate. And 
well, the, probably the only disappointment he's had so far this season was the other night at Newquay Dukes, wasn't it, really? Yeah. You know, when they lost 3-0, apart from that, you know, well done to me old mate Willie. And, and Dukes finally, mate, talking of that Mullion 3-0 at Newquay, and I, can I just mention the keeper at the other end? Oh, mate, yes, I know who you're going to mention, because yeah. I, I saw his dad yeah. at the Newquay game the week before. Oh, did you, mate? Yeah, I mean, obviously our old mate Samo, mate, Matt Salmon, I mean, you know, 16-year-old Harry Salmon, mate, you know, Samo's lad yeah. in goal, you know, son of another great old mate of mine, mate, an hour stakes, you know, um, Samo, mate, what, what a top bloke, legend, um, but I bet Samo was proud, mate, seeing, you know, seeing his son Harry keep a, keep a clean sheet in that game. Yeah, that's for right. Nicky, wasn't he? So, yeah, some f- familiar old, I mean, Willow at one end, mate, 50, and uh, Harry at the other, 16, mate, <laughs> the, the joy of football, wouldn't it, mate? The joy of football, that is. Oh, yeah, I bet, I bet they were a little bit wet, don't you? Come the end, I mean, oh, some of the rain we had Wednesday evening. So, uh, yeah, I've seen Steve's uh, pictures, mate. I mean, poor old Smokey, mate, looked saturated, didn't he? <laughs> poor old Smokey, the dog, mate. Bless him. Yeah, yeah. I think they had a pretty big down downpour there, mate, didn't they? Yes, I think there was everywhere. Right. Yeah, but we have been asking for a bit of rain, don't we? I suppose. Yes, we <laughs> have. But yeah, there's a yeah. bit of rain and there's. Heavy rain. Yeah, one extreme to the other, Dicks, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, we heard from Phil Hiscox, St. Dennis, we're in a midweek cut action, and so I thought, good time to get to speak to the manager. It's another debutante, Simon Minette, or is it Minette? I didn't ask Uh, him. Oh, yes, yeah, Minette, Minette, mate, well, as in Minette's... M-I-N-E-T-T, I think, Dicks, isn't it? But it's, it's Minute, isn't it? Well, you, you're good minute. mates with him by the sounds of it, so... Uh... Yeah, I've had some nice chats with Simon lately, Dick. Nice bloke, mate. Nice bloke. Anyway. Yeah. Right, let's find out how he's doing. Um, brilliant. Cheers, Dave. Thank you very much. Brilliant? You've only had one league win. How could you say you're brilliant? <laughs> no, no, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's been a testing time, but hopefully we're, we're, things are on the turn now, so... So, what's been the most difficult thing for you? Well, uh, obviously, we played uh, played Weybridge away first game, and we we were quite we were quite content with how we played in the game. So after that, we went away to Penzance and played well. Uh, we obviously got the victory, but after that, we we lost five players to hamstring injuries, and they're not they're not short term ones. They're all grade three tears. Oh dear. So, so we, for the last three or four weeks, we've been we've had like ten players out with either injuries or playing cricket or, or <laughs> on holiday. So, luckily, we've had a reserve team to call on. But the most difficult thing yeah, is been putting a team together and a competitive team. If I'm honest, because mm. I I'm assuming recruitment isn't that easy anyway. No, it's I, I can relate with the. Uh, Launston manager that you had on a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah, Neil Price. Uh, yeah. The, the football down here, like the recruitment of players, I find it very, very difficult. Like when I took the St Dennis job, when I went down there, I thought, you know, from I come from the Midland Football League and around the Birmingham and Midlands area, mm-hmm. and like 
when you offer a player a chance up there, like a step eight player, a chance to move up a couple of levels, they, they bolt your hand off. But down here, I, I found it difficult because I don't know if it's just loyalty or lads not wanting to test themselves. But it's it's been it's been hard. Yeah, really difficult to be honest. Right. And, and I think I think as well. Sorry, Dave. Where where Saint Denis is situated as well, like the clay country. Uh, that East Cornwall Premier League this year, there is there's so many teams within a small radius in that league. Mm. I, th- I think the derbies for the lads in the area appeal, so they prefer to play in that. Yeah, so, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that actually. That, that's a very good point because there's there's was well, load of games, aren't there? That local villages are you know playing against each other. So so that yeah. that's good on one side, but it's. Not so good for the likes of you. It's difficult for the likes of us and like Sticker. The, the smaller teams within the area, obviously, you've, you've got St. Austin and Blazy, which are the big towns, but likes of us and, and, and Sticker were the small village clubs. But we're, I think there's about nine or ten teams within a five mile radius <laughs> all within that East Cornwall League. So, yeah. you know, for them lads down there, the chance of a small pay packet or to play a derby every other week, I suppose that's what's appealing to them. Yeah. Now, you mentioned pay packet. Your players up in the Midlands, step eight, that have the chance of step six, do they yeah. ever talk about money up there, or is it just us down here that do it? <laughs> money money, money gets mentioned. I, I think the, the, the money factor is, is a lot different up there. The budgets are a hell of a lot bigger at clubs. But what you'll find in the Midlands Football League, there's a lot more ground shares. A lot, a lot of clubs will share grounds. Right. So you'll get several teams sharing. But there's a lot more 4G pitches as well. So there's a lot more income for the clubs that they generate throughout the week when they rent it out for like six aside and you know like these uh, pro power leagues that they call yeah. it. I think yeah. so they they generate more money. So players up there know there's more money available, and you do probably pay well a few odds for players as well a lot more than down here to be honest I think the budgets are, are, are quite superior to down here but there's also a hell of a lot of a big catchment area for players Dave you know mm. you, there's a lot of them available around there so so you'd rather be a manager up there than, than down here by the sounds of it well certain things I miss about it up there I, I won't lie but I'll, I'll be honest when I moved to Cornwall I, I, the one thing I did miss was my football but getting involved down here I, I love it I, I love I love the Cornish way of life I, I've been like, like, again like the Launceston gentleman said I've been accepted so well and I am enjoying it and I do I do actually prefer the league down here I prefer the structure of it and I, I think I prefer I've noticed managers are given more time down here you know you don't see a lot of sackings like three or four results in the Midlands and you're a goner if you've lost you know the chairman are a lot quicker to pull the plug up there on you oh, right. so uh, yeah it's, it, it's, uh, it's dog eat dog up there yeah but I'm, I'm, I like I like it down here I do like the league so I wouldn't say I'm happier manager there is certain things I miss about it but there's a lot of things I don't if that mm. makes sense yeah and so Dennis I mean you've taken on quite a challenge there really haven't you you've already spoken about the teams in the locality you know it's yeah. not easy player wise but so Dennis have struggled in the peninsula recently anyway haven't they oh yeah it, when, when I when I was offered to go along last year when, when Brian was still in charge and take a look at it and see what I thought it, it shocks me how much they have struggled really because they're such a they're such a well run club off the field the committee are brilliant Alicia Banfield who who is on obviously she's on the South West Peninsula committee as well she does so much and the facilities are fantastic but 
Yeah, they, 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 there's just a stigma about the club. It's, they've, they've struggled to pull players in for whatever reason. I think before Brian and Jack, I think there's some poor management before, I've been told, which messed a lot of things up down there, like with reactions with players and how players were treated. But yeah, it, it's, it's a difficult job. I always knew it would be, but I always knew from not being down here and having no reputation in the area, you know, I was always going to have to take a job which was going to be a risk, but I don't regret it anyway. I think the club's fantastic, and if we can continue to do the things off the field, like our Twitter's been more active this year, we're trying to do a hell of a lot more promotion to get people involved. The actual clubhouse is becoming used more for facilities and events, so we're doing a lot off the field to hopefully try and you know, boost the name of the club on the field as well, which will attract more players to come in because we, we look like we're doing more. So, mm. so player, getting players, I'm intrigued really because you don't live in the local area, said Dennis. I'm assuming you don't know that many players, you know, in the sense that you can just give them a ring and say, how do you fancy coming along to Dennis, you know, in the, this was in the summer. So how, how do you go about sort of introducing yourself to people? Well, I'm going and watching lots of clubs pre-season and last year when, when I was, was out of management I was going along and watching and just basically I've again like a manager's only as good as his contacts mm. and like re- relating back to the Midlands m- my phone book's full of players that I know up there but down here I've, I've literally relied on people's giving me recommendations going and watching them seeing what I think inviting them along to training you know I'm, I'm very lucky that uh, I've got two UEFA B coaches that work with me, which is Steve Maynard and Ross Maynard, mm. and their player contacts fast as well. They've, they're, they're from Reading, but they've lived in Cornwall for about 25, 30 years now, I think Steve has. Really? So, so he's been putting players my way. Uh, a couple of the lads, you know, like Josh Pope, who's on from Godolphin, he's put a few forward. And it's just stemmed from that, really. It's just literally people saying, oh, check this player out and I've gone to watch them invite them along to training and then we took it from there but what we're trying to offer is like if we're trying to get a lot more youth involved because a lot of the old St. Dennis team of last year and past are aging now so we're trying to get players involved with the idea if, if they play for the reserve team as well they're not going to get overlooked for the first like we're, we're quite a forward thinking club where we like to use both squads between both so with that um, in Inviting players along that we've got chatting to, if they've not made the grade straight away, they've given the option into the second team. And like I say, yeah, going back to your question, it's just, it's literally just going off people's recommendations and seeing what I think myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. No, let's put you on the spot. Who's been your best signing so far? Oh, oh, that's, that is a difficult one. Uh, there's been a kid, Ryan Oxley's been good since he's came in. He, I think he played for Blazey and Dobwells quite a few years ago now, but he's, uh, he's getting back from injury. Josh, Josh Post's been a good player, but to be honest, the, the one that I've, in, I've liked so much so far, who's, he's only played two games for us, but he's stood out. He's made a real, real impact since he's come in. He's a lad called Reese Blair, who's a Scottish lad. He's, he's fresh out of the Navy, so, and again, he's one put forward to him. He's, He's come along and played at Dobwells Dub- and obviously against uh, Godolphin last night. He's been fantastic. So if I'm going to stick my neck out, I'll say him. Oh, okay, <laughs> thanks. A lot of managers would have probably said, oh, I can't do that because, you know, so thanks for that. But um, yeah. so, yeah, results recently, we, 
Well, you were in front, weren't you, against Stub Wolves last Saturday? Dave, to be honest, mate, we've we've been in most games. Like uh, we we were one one at half time reviewed, but we literally finished the game with with eight men. Uh, well, we had three walking wounded on the pitch. <laughs> uh, same against Nuki, we we equalised, but, but Dobwells, yeah, we went, we were two 0 up and cruising. Ooh. And uh, the, the the biggest problem we have is we don't leave the dressing room sometimes. We've we've been a bit naive with our approach second half, but there was a couple of decisions in the game that I, I'm not one to blame officials, so, so I won't go down that line, but. There was a couple of decisions that, that had a massive impact on the game. A penalty for us that was overruled by the linesman and then a, a penalty against us that the referee overruled his linesman on that decision. And with that going in at 2-2, our heads dropped. And again, well, last week we only had 13 players to call on from Dob Wells. And we, uh, Dob, Dob Wells, yeah, I've said that wrong. I think. <laughs> Dob Wells, and, uh, Wells. Dob Wells, yeah. yeah. And I'm a terrible when I'm getting picked up every time with these names. And I'm getting so much grief for it. It's yeah. terrible. That's but, true. Yeah. That's right. We're Cornish. We're proud of our names. Oh, yeah, this is it. You know, they've, they've got me with St. Teth and uh, Foy instead of Foey. And all. I'm, you know, I'm getting picked up every time I'm training. But, yeah, it, it was just a lack of being able to bring impact on. And like I say, the decisions there... They, they cost us really and when you're down the bottom and, and fighting for points you know you need all the luck you can get as you, as you know yeah, so. that's true so a bit of relief midweek uh, league cup and well obviously your team talk half time might have been better last night well, well yeah we took a different approach last night to be honest we, we got the lads in a lot early and we sat them down and I'm not one normally to name the team before they come back from warming up yeah. But Steve and myself, we decided, look, we're going to name the starting lineup now and have a chat with them and go over things that we feel that we've been, you know, a bit naive on the pitch with the last few weeks. And the lads took it, and yeah, we went, we raced to a two-nil lead, and it, it went four-one. And to be fair, the uh, the second goal for Godolphin. I couldn't blame a defender in any way. He's kicked the ball out for throwing, but the, the conditions last night—it was like a boomerang. <laughs> it, went th- it went thirty yards out from the corner, and uh, yeah, they, they scored from the corner. And t- to be fair to Godolphin and Harry, there, they, his team didn't stop battling and fighting. So it was a difficult game, played in very difficult conditions. So yeah, we, we, we were pleased with the result, but we've got a long trip for the next round now, I believe. Who've you got in the next round? I think it's Clumpton Rangers away. So. Oh. Uh, we'll be looking to get a, a coach on for that I'm hoping because it's a long trip for the lads from down there well it's nearly in the Midlands yeah I know yeah <laughs> <laughs> so Saturday who you got Saturday and we've got Camelford at home Saturday uh, I've noticed they've picked up quite a few results lately now I believe they've got quite a few players back that they never had pre-season so what I've been told so yeah. it's never an easy time I've, I've watched Camelford quite a lot last year and I, I believe it's Reg Hanley isn't it is yeah. he the manager yeah, yeah he, he always does well to put a team together so I'm, I know it's going to be another tough task so we've got a run of games now that are not easy too so yeah he's only had about 30 odd years to do it so you know yeah I've heard that I've heard he's been in the game he's been in it a long time down there and I, I, you can nothing but admire him for that you know it's, it's it's hard enough as it is but to stick it for 30 years you know I'll dip my hat to the man <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean being a manager isn't easy though is it of any club no it's 24 hours Dave it never stops but I, I have to constantly remind my girlfriend you know 
look, my phone's not going to stop because it never does. You know, you, you for, I'd rather have 15 girlfriends than 15 football players, to be honest, because they're, they're, they're worse. They never stop. They're always asking questions. Where are we? What we're doing? And then you're always chasing them and making sure people are all right, checking your injuries. It's just, it's relentless. Yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, your officials get paid, your players get paid, but the management, the coaching staff, we do it voluntarily. It is like a second job, yeah. So what, why do you do it? Love of football, I guess. I had to retire at a young age due to a, a bad knee injury. So uh, I was a goalkeeper and I, I, if I could swap and play, I would. But it's just a love of football. I, I, you know, it, it's it's so important to me. It's, I, I suppose every manager that you speak to says the same. It's just a love of the game, mate. It's... I can't get enough of it, if I'm honest. <laughs> right. Well, thanks very much for... Um, I, I know you, you're a lorry driver. You've had to pull in to do this interview, haven't you? I have, yes. Yeah, I'm doing my half-hour taco break, yeah. Oh, so, right. Well, I'm, we... in, I'm in Taunton Dean at the minute, currently. <laughs> you're where? Taunton Dean. I'm oh, on yeah. my way up to, I'm yeah. on my way up to Cheddar Gorge. So. Oh, blimey. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're not on a spying trip for, for some new players, hopefully. <laughs> well, if I can get them to come from up this neck of the woods down to St. Dennis, I'll do a good job, Dave. I can imagine they'll, they'll be asking for quite a bit of petrol money. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks very much, uh, Simon, for coming on. And, um, well, keep up the good work there at St. Dennis. Um, you, you, you sound very buoyant. No, I, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm loving it. And, like, uh, I love the podcast, I listen every week. I've spoke quite a bit to Rappo over Twitter as well, you know, he's a, he's a great bloke, he's been very supportive and helpful as well and gave me a little heads up on the Cornish, the Cornish way and how things are. <laughs> yeah, I'm, lo- I'm loving it, mate, and long may it continue, hopefully, you know, I'm, I, hope, uh, I hope we turn things round and, you know, with, with the restructure next year as well, it's, it's important to... We're not aiming for step forward. We're, we're realistic in that, but it's important to get ourselves strong and competitive for when this restructure changes because it's going to be can be very very interesting. To be honest, I will say that. <clears throat> yeah, it certainly. Well, this season will be interesting because obviously the top four, you know, will be going up into the step five league next season. So that itself makes it more interesting. Doesn't it? You know, there's a, a lot to play for. Oh, there's, there's loads. You know, there's a lot to play for, and that. It's going to be interesting how they structure the the the, uh, the Western League down here at Step Five. Uh, again, in in the Midlands Football League, like teams teams within areas that they will pick between because the, the Midlands Football League runs from Step Eight to Step Five. Mm. So that's something else I've also struggled with with the like the the uh, registering of players. How they can be registered to two or three different teams oh, in Cornwall. Yeah. You know, up there that rarely happens because it's such a vast area that it covers. But up there with, with their step forward as well, teams either go Midlands or Leicestershire League and they, they get a little bit of travelling, but the travelling that, that you concur down here is massive. So it's going to be very, very interesting how they structure it and how teams that are now going to go up into that prepare themselves for it as well because obviously your budget raises with your travelling, your player expectation. There's going to be a lot of pressure on it because the Cornish teams are doing well at that level as well, aren't they? So, yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, it's good to see. I, I love Falmouth. I think they're fantastic with the F troop. They're great to watch. So, well, you need to get the whole of the village to sit Dennis out and shout him behind the goal like they do. Well, yeah, this is it. We, we've got the best tee up in the league. I will say that. You know, <laughs> I've, I've been to every ground, and I think our tee up's Premier League, to be honest. But 
So if I can give St. Dennis any sale, come down just for the tea or if anything. <laughs> and then, yes, support the, support the guys. <laughs> right. Well, thanks very much, Simon, and all the best. Thank you very much, Dave. Take care of yourself, mate. Thank you. Right, the rapper. First of all, what can you do to avoid hamstring problems? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, well, yeah, that's that's unbelievably bad like that is, mate, isn't it? I think Simon <laughs> might need to change his training yeah. program, mate. <laughs> Too much sprinting, I reckon, Deeks, in that, I oh, think. Is that what it is, <laughs> right. Yeah, it could be, yeah. Usually old sprinters get a lot of hamstrings, mate, don't they? But the quicker players tend to get the hamstrings, don't they? But, but no, great interview, mate. You know, I think Simon comes up with some really good points, Deeks, doesn't he? It's nice to hear the views of someone from up the line, you know, like, like we said, like Neil Price the other week was on Deeks and now Simon, you know, Cornish football compares to, to sort of football up the country, Deeks, you know, at our level. And, and I totally agree with him, mate, about all the clubs in the clay country. I've often thought that myself, Deeks, yeah. you know, all those clubs in the clay country, mate, you know, because I've gone out on a Saturday before Deeks, you know, when, you know, a lot of Southwestern Peninsula games have been off and, you know, I've watched a good part of like three games sometimes in an afternoon, mate, <laughs> across the different leagues. You know, like go to Nampier, mate, then go to Foxhole and, you know, so go Dennis. to St. Stephen's and St. Yeah. De- you know, he's mental, really. And, but I do love Simon's enthusiasm and passion for the game, though, don't you, Dix? And, yeah. you know, I must admit, I thought, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, it was refreshing, really, Dix. I saw the Saints pre-season at Blazey played their reserves and I and I you know and obviously when they played Weybridge first game of the season and I saw more than enough mate you know to suggest the Saints will be be okay really Deeks you know I'll, I'll stick with that mate and I think I've mentioned it the other weeks so I think St Dennis will be okay mate it's a nice club nice people mate you know involved like Mikey and Alicia and all Deeks and you know I'd like to see them do really well there mate and you know, after speaking a bit with Simon, you know, after the Weybridge game, mate, you know, Simon sent me a tweet, mate, you know, he said, well, what did you think? How did it go? And I've got to say, mate, you know, I, I, I thought St. Dennis did, did really well on the day and I, and I think they got the right man there, mate, to, to, to take the club forward, Deeks. So, you know, wish Simon all the best, mate. And he's right about the tee up, Deeks. I think it's in Rach's top three, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and it's superb cheeseburger, Deeks, last time I was there, mate. Absolutely superb, mate. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, good club, Deeks. And, you know, just wish, wish you know, Simon and everyone at the club all the best, mate. Yeah. So, so he's not going to use you as his interpreter or anything? <laughs> I don't think I'll be the best one, Deeks, either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be the best. Inter- no, no. No, I did say to Simon, mate, if I, if I saw a player, mate, that I didn't think was you know, playing anywhere or a floater, I would, I would drop a name or two his way, mate, but mm-hmm. I haven't noticed anyone yet, Dick, so, <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> difficult yeah. though, mate, isn't it, when you come down here from up the line and you, you know, you've got a sort of, it seems like he's adapted pretty quick and, and knows a little bit already though, mate, doesn't it? A bit like Neil at Lunson, Dick, they yeah. seem to sort of learn a lot already, don't they, about Cornish football? Yeah, I think it's a, a very steep learning curve, but they all seem to adapt. And like he said, he, he's got the the two Maynards there helping him as well, hasn't he? So yeah. um, there's people, yeah, exactly. people, people around him. So um, yeah, yeah, that's it. He's brilliant. Perhaps Simon could have a good old chat with Reg, mate, when they play. Yes, that's true. Oh, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't think of a better bloke, mate, to bounce off, could you, mate? It's no. 30 years at one club. Fantastic. Yeah, so, so Dennis got Camelford Saturday. Your Cornish, Cornish Soccer, Soccer Podcast. Podcast.
who have White Bridge got? They're, oh, they're at Godolphin Atlantic. So yeah. you're off to Bish, North Bish. Coast, are you? Yeah, I've been Godolphin. I'll tell you what, Dick, I haven't been Godolphin, mate, since me and you done that uh, Cornwall game, mate. Hey, Cornwall that's years ago. I know. Oh, that's got to be three or four years ago, Dick, hasn't it? Do you reckon? Well, I, I know time flows, mate. Is well, it three, four years ago? I'm tempted to say it might be slightly longer than that, to be honest. But uh, flipping that, mate. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a, it was a horrible evening, mate. Wasn't it? They <laughs> yeah, haven't opened right. it, didn't they? Yeah. But I know we beat them, didn't we? We beat them, I think, didn't we? Yeah, I would have three, thought so. Two, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I've been there since then, Dick. So looking forward to popping back Godolphin, mate. And uh, yeah. Fifth v fourth, Deeks. You would have said that. Who are you supporting? Because you're what you're the well. I think you were the founder of the Harry Pope Supporters Club, weren't you, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of time for Pope, mate. <laughs> Delighted to see him back in the in the game and all, Deeks. And a bit hot and cold, though, good old for me, isn't they? You know, lost ten nil to Barnstable. Everyone would have expected that, though, Deeks. You know, like no disgrace in that. And then go and beat Bude away three one, Deeks, and then. Losing the cup four two midweek to St Dennis, so mm. you know. But, but I don't know, mate. I think Godolphin a bit hot and cold, mate. You, you, it's one of those games, mate. It could, could be really difficult, or it could be okay, mate. Can it really? Yeah. So, but fifth in the league, Deitch, you know, well done to Popey for for that, mate. For what he's done so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. Only two undefeated sides now. Simplazia Mullion after um, obviously yeah. Wendron beat, uh, beat Liscard last Saturday yeah. Liscard's shooting I have to say Rappo you need to give them some yeah. some training on it I think really mate oh blimey yeah. more new things I, I've got to be honest mate the couple of games I've said I mean we watched them against Callington mate didn't we and, and to be fair mate they could have probably scored 6 or yeah, 7 yeah they night, wasted didn't they? chances that yeah. night didn't they yeah true mate true and, the, and even the Wavery, well, nah, yeah, that was that was three good goals from James, really, mate. I, you can't, I, yeah, I can't knock him on that <laughs> night, mate. Three good. They didn't really miss too many, really, that night. He sort of took took the three real good chances they had. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I suppose when you got a quick strikers, mate, like like DJ and James, mate, I, you know, I suppose a lot of the time. A lot of it seems like it's a bit rushed, Dick, sometimes, maybe, mate, do you think? Because yeah. everything's done at pace, mate. Do you think, like, these quicker strikers, it looks worse when they miss a sort of chance, mate, sometimes? Because it's all done so quick. Yeah, and it, it's good to see Tom Cleveland. He was back. He, he started. Um, but again, oh, yeah. you know, him and, well, I have to say, Max Gilbert. Max, you're shooting. Well, they'll need to hire the fencing on some of these grounds. Oh, well, there you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there mate. When Max gets his sighters right, mate, he's scored a few worldies, yeah. things, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, look out Saturday. Who have they got? Oh, Penzance. So, he'll, oh, he'll be shooting from all over the place, winning against them. Yeah, he probably will, mate, won't he? Yeah, he'll probably be having a crack. I thought Penzance were all right Saturday, Dates, actually. Last Saturday, I thought, I thought they looked quite well organised, mate, and... You know, well done to Mac and Adrian, mate, and, and Nixie, mate, everyone at Penzance. I thought, I think Wavers could have probably scored a couple more, you know, like like you said, Deeks, if the, the old shooting boots were on. But, but I, yeah, I thought Penzance were all right, really, Deeks. You know, I thought they looked well organised. And, and even, like, last 15 minutes, they sort of come on quite strong, I thought, Deeks. No subs? So, no, nah, one sub they have, mate. Yeah, one sub. 
Was he actually late. there or not? No, he got there late. He didn't even get. Yeah, he wasn't even there for kickoff. So they were really struck. I felt a bit sorry for me because Weybridge, you know, had all like five subs there, mate, on the bench, <laughs> and uh, you know, warming up and all up there. And, and like poor old Penzance, mate, the, the dugout was virtually empty, mate. But um, yeah, I think. Uh, did he come well, on or not? I think he did, mate. It, it was um, the brothers, mate, Jack and Alex Ralph, mate. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, I think Alex started up front, or was it Jack? Oh, I forget, mate. Alex is the striker, isn't he? Yeah, um, and ja- yeah, Jack sort of come on later on, I think, Deke. So, yeah, but yeah, shame, mate, isn't it? I was obviously got this, um, you know, the partnership with Alston, mate. Obviously not too many spare players going on Saturday, mate, was there? No. Maybe? No, well, I don't think that's really <laughs> kicked in that much, is it, to be honest? There's a lot of fuss being no, made about it, but... No. Uh, but, um, no, not that I've noticed it, does it? It's not really... No, not yet, anyway. No, no. But, uh, no, I thought Penzance were all right, though, Deeks. You know, like, obviously a tough old game on Saturday, man, at, at Lux Park, mate, isn't it? That's going to be a hell of a tough game for a minute. Yeah, especially after Liscard losing last Saturday, they'll want to get straight yeah. back on yeah. winning, won't they? So uh, That's true, mate. What's your game of the week, Deeks, looking at the fixtures, mate? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I don't think there's yeah, any, there's not one match in the Peninsula West no. that stands out or you know jumps out no. at me. That's why I asked you, really. I was looking down through, and there's not one that like jumps off the page at you, mate. Is there? No, they're all a bit. No, that's so. That's why you're probably going to be surprised. I'm going to go to this one probably if all's well, but I'm going to yeah. go to Pol Terrace and also against Lanson. Oh right, yeah. I haven't, yeah. seen, I haven't seen either of them yet, so... Uh, no, I thought Sonosta were, you know, I thought they're, <laughs> you know, I know it sounds a bit, I don't know, mate, it sounds a bit, you know, because of that scoreline and all these, but I thought Sonosta were a, a good side, mate. I think they'll come good, mate. I think they'll come good under Sparky still, mate. And, and obviously, Lonson got their first point at Sticker, didn't they, mate, last week? So. Yeah, yeah. Good away point, so yeah, best of luck to, to Neil and all, mate. You know, hopefully they're turning the corner a bit up at Launceston, mate. Yeah, couple midweek games Tuesday, Camelford host Liscard. That'll be an interesting match, and Lanson, yeah. Lanson home to Bodmin, and then on Wednesday, Newquay play Sticker. Newquay picked up a little bit, deep, didn't they? Nice to see, mate. Five 0 against Bodmin, and then. Um, three nil in the week, mate. You know, last two games, eight goals, you know, scored and none conceded. Deeks, it's a good week, isn't it? Obviously, they'll they'll need that need that bit of form going into some plays at home, mind you, wouldn't they? Yeah, uh, well, that's true. Yeah, it could be could be all different come five o'clock some uh, Saturday, yeah. couldn't it? True, mate. Yeah, true. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix. Let's move on to the Superior League. And uh, we start, as yeah. usual, with the East Division. And that means John Colenso. Well, welcome back, John. Um, Superior League East, how was it last Saturday? Um, quite a few goals, Dave. There was, there was only three games, but um, the top three in action, basically. So uh, the first one I've seen, Paul Perro beating Callum Bears 5-0 with Jaden Gilbert helping himself to a hat-trick, um, which keeps Paul Perro top. And then Alton on in second place beat St Morgan 3 2, so a bit of a tighter game, uh, with Charlie Revel scoring two of their goals, which keeps Alton on second. 
And then in third place, we have Saltash Borough, um, beating Morwenstow 7-1, with Kieran Owen getting a hat-trick, and Henry Bonning, who popped up quite a few times with goals last year, getting another two. Before we talk a little bit more about Saltash Borough, the Jaden Gilbert that scored for Polparo, that's Dave, the manager's son, isn't it? No relation it is, yeah. to the other yeah. Gilberts that we quite often talk about. No, that's right. No, that's um, Dave Gilbert's son, like you say. Very talented young lad, by the sound of it. Um, scores, a, scores a good few goals. I think he's been on our goals books. And he's currently with Torquay, I think, as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's obviously a very talented young player. So, we'll probably hear a lot more about him in the future. Right. What about Henry Bunning? He seems to be a regular goal scorer for Borough. Yeah, he's and for over a couple of seasons as well. He's not just a sort of one-season wonder, is he? He seems to be um, consistently scoring goals, so he's obviously very important to the to Saltash Borough. Now, have you ever ever won a league title, John, as a manager? Not as a manager, no. I've been promoted times, but not actually won it. Right, so you know a bit of success. Last season, of course, Saltash Borough. Am I right in saying that was perhaps a slight surprise? They won the Superior League East? They wouldn't have been one of the original talked about favourites, would they? Let's, um, let's put it like that. There's no, you know, no disrespect to Salt Ashborough, but they wouldn't probably wouldn't have been mentioned as one of the favourites. But they certainly deserved it in the end uh, with the performances they were putting in, and they stayed around the top all season, didn't they? So they, yeah, I would say they definitely deserved it in the end. And it was a, a really close end of you know last game battle, wasn't it, to, yeah. to get the title? So yeah, thoroughly deserved. And those games in hand, um, or the fact that there was never the, the same number of games played by them as St Dominic, well, their manager, uh, Kev McCann of Saldashborough, he tells us a little bit more. Here he is. Welcome back to the podcast, Kev. Yeah, no problem. Hello, Dave. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, I know you're busy uh, at the moment for all sorts of reasons, but congratulations as the County FA's Coach of the Year. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Um, it was just sort of coming out of the blue. Um, very um, grateful to have received the award, especially with the, you know all the excellent coaches there are around in in Cornwall at the moment. So yeah, it, 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 it was a great honour. And did I see already that um, in fact you, you've gained a couple of players because of it? Um, yeah, we've we've lost a few and gained a few. Um, I mean, from from last year, our starting lineup, I thought regular, not starting lineup. I mean, I, I used all the players as much as I could, um, but we sort of six that were more regular last year. Um, we haven't been able to use this year. Um, Lee Hawkins went to St Dominic. Uh, Sonny. Casson, my captain, George Soper, who was player of the year, and I've got long-term injuries. Um, a couple of had to go back to uni. Um, so we, actually, Cleland has, has moved up to Millbrook first to play for them, um, our goalkeeper. So we had to get a few in. Um, we, uh, Corey Freeman uh, messaged me, and... Um, from St Dominic and he's come across and Ryan Maguire from Millbrook has come across um, and we've sort of gone back to Ali backing or Ali Greensides and we've got a, another young goalkeeper that's joined us now that's sort of learning you know, as, he, as he's going along but um, yeah so we, we we haven't changed we haven't brought in many um, we've probably lost more than we've brought in to be honest <laughs> I wish I wish I'd never asked you that question though <laughs> <laughs> But I, I guess where where you're situated, Salt Ash, 
there's always going to be a lot of players coming and going, really, isn't there? Yeah, we well, we try to. We've, we've always done. We've tried to get players to move up levels. You know, I mean, that's the point of what we do here. We we want players to move up levels and stuff like that. Um, and you know, I don't mind players like you know Lee. He works with a lot of um, lads, St Dominic, and he's good friends with some of them, stuff like that. And and he didn't really, you know, he was he was good that he went, but he, he wanted to sort of play with with some lads that he's known for a long time and stuff like that. I haven't got a problem with that. You know, it's, it's it happens. It's, it's grassroots football, so I, I I really don't mind that sort of thing. But um, we we keep the main core. You know, the, the ones that want to play, and, and it, it's 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 sort of worked out all right. And we we got a style of play. We've actually changed our style a little bit this year. We've had to because of. Um, at this level, as you probably know, it's, it's not you can't really force players to play a different style of football than what they're used to. So you have to sort of work your style around what players you've got, um, and that's how we've how I've always sort of done it. No, let, let's go back to last season before we talk about how you're getting on this season. But were you well? Did you expect to win the league? Were you surprised? Uh, did you expect to be up there amongst the top sort of three? You know, what, is, what were your thoughts at the start of last season? I've always said, I'll say at the start of every season, we're capable of winning. <laughs> I mean, some, I've said it a couple of times in the past when, you know, uh, I, we haven't really, you know, I'm not 100% sure myself, but... I, I honestly believe we've got a set of players here, and I honestly think that we could, if we went into Peninsula with these sets of players, we could do well. Um, and I did say to them, you know, if we play the football, uh, you know, play as a team, and you know, the team spirit's good and stuff like that, we, we're capable of, of winning anything. And we've started off. I think I think we started off with two or three draws, and. And then we just went on this massive run of, of wins and we were playing some really, really nice football, really nice football. And, but our problem was we was always like five games behind St. Dominic. Yeah. Um, and if we, if we played the same amount of games, we would have caught them on points. And I think it was at one point we could have overtaken them, but we was always behind. So there was always that pressure of being behind. We had to win, you know, St. Dominic won well, we have to win or we're just going to drop further behind sort of thing. Um, and I think, I think, we only actually caught them up games wise with two games to go. <laughs> um, and that was when we, that was the first time we actually went to the top of the table. But then they played their last two games before we played our last, before we played any of our last two games. So they went back to the top of the table again. So we had our last two games where again we had to win them both to win the league. But we were playing some really, really nice football for the first half of the season and we was, um, you know, I, I believe we could we could be up there. I really did. Do I think we could actually win it? I, yeah, I think I, I think I did. But in my mind, I was thinking, well, you know, if we can get second or third as well, that'd be a hell of an achievement. But I did honestly think we could win it. Um, and we had a couple of managers that said that you know we was playing a, the, you know some of the nicest football they'd seen. Um, and then when it got to because I, I had. Um, an health issue when we actually had to place Dominic and Bude. It was the only two games we lost. Um, and I came back after that and we had to win our last 11 games. We had to win them all. We couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't afford a draw. Um, and I just said to the boys, I said, look, you know, that's the situation. That's what we've got to do. And 
we did. We won, but the football wasn't that great. You know, it was more of guts and determination type sort of thing to win every game. Um, there were a couple of games where, yeah, the, the other teams were a bit better than us football-wise, but they just really wanted to win it. They they they, they suddenly realised, hang on, we can win this. If we win every game, we can win this. Mm. Um, and our football didn't didn't actually it wasn't as good as it was at the start of the season, but it was just sort of guts and determination and. and grinding out results more than anything else and um and, and yeah they did it um so yeah i couldn't have been more proud of no, no. And, and something they did i mean i have to mention as well my son i mean when i when i had the um sort of mold heart attack that i had that kept me out um my son who's never coached before he sort of took over uh, for those two games and he was actually signed on as a player at the start of the season it's all a lot of them are his mates and his age group and stuff like that so he was chucked in he's never coached before um, and he was chucked in and he had to try and sort of keep things going and you know what it's like with players when when the sort of the leader if you like isn't there there's a lot of opinions a lot of eagles all that sort of thing was thrown in and he had to deal with that so that didn't help in those two games but he was brilliant he did everything he did everything that I have to do um, because I couldn't do anything um, and he you know, he, he just kept us going for those those couple of games. I mean, he's my assistant this year. Mm-hmm. He wants to learn, you know, he wants to learn how to sort of carry on properly and, and hopefully in the future take a team over himself. But I, it, we couldn't have done it, even though it was for a couple of games, we couldn't have done it if he had kept us going. Right. What, so he needs, to, he needs recognition for that as well. Yeah. What, what's his name, Kev? Kieran. Kieran. Kieran, McCann, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, well done, Kieran. So... On to this season, uh, you've already said that it, it's a slightly different playing pattern, it's a different team. Where, Well, you're third in the table, so I, I guess you're pleased with the start? Yeah, we, I, mean, I think if we win um, if we win tonight, I think we go top. Um, oh, yeah. Because we've, we've played some, we played probably better football this season than we did last season. <laughs> we had to change the style a bit. Um, but they just they're listening in, in training, you know, and they're doing everything that we want them to do and playing as a team. And it's it's, it's it, there's no egos now in this team, and that's that makes a massive difference, you know. Um, I've seen teams where they've got good players, and if they don't receive a ball to get the ump, they want to cut, they want to go off, and all that sort of thing. I mean, anything like that, you know. And they all listen, they all try and and. and and play as a team you know we're going to get an hour a week with them so it is difficult to change some mindsets but you, like I said you can't you just can't change mindsets of players with only an hour of training so you just got to hope that they've got the right attitude and this lot have um, and again this season I've, I had to have a week before the start of the season I had to have a total knee replacement mm. so again Kieran had to take over um, for the first couple of games, um, Millbrook, a very good result, played very well. Um, and they had to go away to Tor Point, which was a very difficult midweek. Um, we were struggling for players a little bit, you know, and stuff like that, and narrowly lost. But since then, you know, we've come back in, and, and I've been able to to sort of get to most of them. He's still doing a lot of the running around for me, um, but it's all settled down again, and it's it's. It's just been really, really good. We've been playing some really, really good football. Uh, when we played really, we played Paul Powell the other week. Um, we were excellent. We just we sort of 
for half time. We gave away two stupid penalty and a free kick and should have gone in three one up but ended up three each at half time. But I just had some half time, you know, we haven't been doing anything wrong, we just made two mistakes and we went out and we won that one four three. But it was the attitude, you know, they could have come in and gone all and been totally different, but they didn't. They came in, they'd settled and, and that, that makes a massive difference at this level, I I believe it's it's, it's mainly attitude more than anything else. It also helps if you score goals, which you seem to be doing in the last three games. What have you scored? 17 goals. So who's been getting all of those? Uh, well, it's been shared, actually. Uh, I mean, Henry Bunnan, who was the top scorer last year, he's, he, I think he's got seven or eight, but Kieran Owen's got the same amount of um, goals. He's been, he's been banging them in. I mean, he's, he's just getting better and better each year. Um, he's one of the more senior players, if you like. Um We've, we've sort of spread it out throughout the team and to be honest with you against Morwinstow we could have had another <laughs> we could have had another half a dozen you know so we, it's, it's, we, we're making so many chances in every game so yeah we are scoring a lot of goals but we're missing quite a few as well but <laughs> oh you're never happy are you <laughs> well yeah I, I, I am I, I just I'll I just um, it's like Kieran Owen on Saturday you know he, he was brilliant he was absolutely brilliant he scored two and he was getting so many chances he missed a couple and stuff like that and luckily with I think the last minute of the last kick of the game he, he got his hat trick which made my day more than anything because I know it it would make his day so it's that you know I, I'm happy for them when they score all these goals um, I don't mind winning 1-0 2-0 to be honest with you you know it's, it was it's just when you see the players happy when they're when they're playing, that's when you get the best out of them. Yeah. So we try to get we try to get players playing in the right positions. Everyone wants to play, especially when you're playing well. Um, everyone wants to play every game, which obviously you can. So you try to rotate a little bit. You've got to be a little bit careful because when you've got a system that's working well um, with certain people and certain players it's very difficult to sort of just bring another one straight in and say you do the same thing but we're trying we're trying to do it like that um, and and yeah that, that's we've got a good squad where they're all managing to do that right at the moment okay and uh, Cunnington tonight you mentioned it's St Morgan on Saturday uh, you've got some interesting games coming out, haven't you, over the next sort of few weeks? Uh, St. Dominic, Alton, none twice. So uh, it, you can never. There's never an easy game, is there these days? I don't think there is. No, not in this league. Um, I mean, Morwenstow. I think they're down near the thing, and they've all they have struggled. They struggled for a couple of players. I think Saturday. Um, great bunch of lads. Great manager. But they've struggled for a couple of players and. I thought there were times they were playing some nice football, you know, um, and I think they have. I think they went to launch them one four nil, something like that. And I don't think there's any really poor teams in this league, um, and we haven't really played any of the bottom half yet. Um, from, from what I've heard, um, I spoke to Matt Pengelly at Popel. He said the Kent are a very good side. Um, they played them last Saturday, I think. You know, they're near the they're, they're near the bottom half of the table. So I don't think there's any any bad teams. Gunners Lake have come up. They've signed quite a few players. Uh, Dominic is going to be strong again. Alden, like like you can see, they they're winning a lot of games. Um, Paul Perrell always strong. So yeah, Morgan will always be strong. I think I, I think this year there, don't, there seems to be more. 
um, teams where it's like the first team of, mm. of clubs like us, Pope Peril, St Morgan, you know, Oldman and Gunners Lake. Whereas in the past, there's been a lot of reserve teams in this in this league. There obviously there still is, but when you have reserve teams, I don't think you get the same sort of stability as you get when mm. you've got teams like us and Paul Peril and St Morgan and you know teams that have the same players every week. So. I think that's why it's probably a little bit stronger this year. Okay, well, look, I know you're busy, but um, before I let you go, one piece of advice that you would give any budding coaches? Um, yes, that's a good one. Um, try and, I, I've always said that players play best when they're happy, so don't try and force players to do things they don't want to do. Um, don't try and force players to play where they don't want to play. Um, try and keep everyone involved, um, even if you know sometimes it's, it's difficult because you know, like, like last year, we were winning a lot, and there were a couple of players that probably sat on the bench a few more times than they would have. We still try to keep everyone involved. It's very easy for players to move around now. Um, so you've got to keep everybody happy and everyone involved, keep the team spirit, and it's actually making sure everybody is happy, and that's the main thing at this level of football, is, is making sure players are happy. If you get a happy player, you get the best out of them. It's, 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 it's that simple. You could have a team of superstars, but if some of them aren't happy, then it won't work. It's just basically keeping players happy, making sure they're enjoying the football, making sure they're involved, they feel part of the team, and that's the best bit of advice I think I can give anyone who wants to do a bit of coaching at this level. Great stuff. Thanks, Kev, as usual. And, uh, well, I reckon you ought to give some of that award to Kieran, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah I, I've mentioned him a couple of times. He's, he's, he's been brilliant. Um, like I said, he's never coached before. Um, so to take over, especially right in the middle of that season when we were chasing, and it was probably our two hardest games away to St Dominic and Butte. So he was thrown right in the deep end, um, and he had to sort of control because there was a few sort of um, things going on in the change room and stuff like that. You know, with people trying to get their points across and all that sort of thing, which wouldn't have happened probably if I was there. So he had to try and control that as well. So. He, he he did excellent. He did really really well. You know, he took them to kit. He was washing the kit like you know that I used to have to do and all that. He was doing the training because I couldn't get to the training. Um, he's, he's been brilliant. And if for someone who's not coached before, he's, he he did a mass, he did a brilliant job. And he's he's started the season again. Um, I'm still recovering from this total knee replacement, so he's been doing a lot of work for me. Started this season, so probably he should have more. Um, uh, more of the accolades for the start of this season than me because he's been doing a lot honestly because he's been doing a lot more um, than he probably would have expected to be doing the start of the season so there's a good one for you in the future hopefully if he stays doing it right well thanks very much Kev as usual and uh, well take care okay will do thank you thanks to Kev there for coming on now games coming up what who have Salt Ashborough got on Saturday Salt Ashborough are at home to St Morgan um, so that'll be a, a tough battle for them again but uh, yeah obviously they've started the season really well haven't they so um, they're going to take some beating again this year I think so Ashborough yeah and uh, obviously Kev mentioned about the, the the irregular number of games that everyone have played it's already happening in the division isn't it you look at the league table and the likes of well Salt Ash United have only played two 
whereas yeah. teams at the top have played six. They have, yeah, and um, obviously St Morgan have only played three because they, they're um, they're on a campsite, and they so they would have started late as well. <laughs> so, but like you say, there's threes, fours, and then there's sixes, and quite a few sixes. So it's all a bit mixed at the moment. But uh, yeah. obviously, Salt Ashborough will have the um, joys of being able to play in the rubbish winter weather on their three G, won't they? So that's true. That's true. I'm sure we'll soon catch everyone up. Yeah. Right. Who else is playing on Saturday then? Um, also on Saturday we've got Launceston Reserves against Paul Perrow uh, Milbrook Reserves against Sticker Reserves Morwenstow against Bottom of the Table St Horsley Reserves quite surprised to see them there um, Saltash United Reserves against Cowley Town Reserves Game of the Day for me I think St Dominic against Alton Nunn that'd be a good game and the last one is Tall Point against Gunners Lake oh yeah those last two could both be interesting yeah. couldn't they really two good games yeah yeah Right, and uh, are we surprised or not surprised that Alton and Gunnar Slate both promoted? They seem to be settling in very well, don't they? They are settling in very well, yeah. Two good, strong teams from last year that have retained, I think, the majority of their squads and, and just carried on their good form. So, uh, yeah, they've, they've done very well and um, obviously shown that the East Cornwall League and the Superior League, there's not a lot of difference in the standard. And interesting you should say that. So, I, I mean, I've heard it a couple of times today that teams could you know the top teams could quite easily play okay in in the peninsula no problem uh, that's another step again in it into the peninsula i mean i'm just sort of judging really on the intermediate cup games that we've had um you know ourselves at st clear at the time we we were losing by the odd goal to high i mean we actually lost 2-1 to mullion you know and now obviously in the peninsula league this season we went down there and lost 2-1 to them the first intermediate cup season so at the time they were flying in the St Pirin, um and we beat a couple of other St Pirin sides along the way so yeah I'm not you know the standard doesn't seem to be a, a you know a vast gulf if you like right and presumably with the suggestion that there's also going to be this restructuring in Cornwall with uh, one assumes relatively straightforward promotion and relegation uh, things will level itself out won't it over a three four years time I think so, yeah. When there's when there's proper promotions and relegations, let's be honest, we've been up and down so much, haven't we, with the COVID seasons and not having promotions, and then teams have been promoted um, from not in one of the top positions, if you like. It's it's all been a bit higgledy piggledy, but like you say, over the next couple of seasons, it should really sort itself out. Uh, teams are at the right levels; they should be out. Right. Okay. So let's finish off with the East. I think there's some games next Tuesday, aren't there? Yes, next Tuesday there is three games. Um, AFC St Austin Reserves against Callington Town Reserves, Sticker Reserves against Paul Perrow, and Tall Point Reserves against St Dominic. Right. So Just uh, check, obviously, times of those as well, because uh, yeah, they're all the club there anyway, they yeah. should, be, should all be the same for the right times. I would imagine any midweek game now is going to be a, a 7.30 kick-off, is it? Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, as we're recording now, it's getting dark already, David, because of the rubbish weather at the moment. So I don't think there's going to be many non-floodlight games coming up, is that? No, that's good. OK, thanks very much. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, just to get everyone smack up to date, uh, midweek games, Tuesday in the East, Callington lost 2-0 at home to Saltash Borough, and the Lance Reserves lost 4-0 at home to Saltash United Reserves. So that means... Uh, well, top of the table, Sodas Borough, 15 points, slightly better goal difference than Paul Perro. 
on the same number of points, obviously. Alton on third, and Saltash United come into the uh, reckoning in fourth place. Played 3-1-3, so uh, they're going well. But not as well as Saltash Burr, are they, Rapper? No, mate, they're backing up last season, Dixon. not they? Champions last season and backing it up again, Dixon, aren't they? Yeah, I loved, uh, I loved the fact Kev said uh, that last season they, we, we had to win our last 11 games. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah he made it sound as if it's going to be pretty straightforward. Yeah, they had a hell of a run, Dix, didn't they? they and, 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 like, you know, nice to see Kev honoured, wasn't it, mate, by the Cornwall FA for everything he does for, for Borough Dix, wasn't it? You know, mm-hmm. remember the interview you had with him? Last season, Dicks, I mean, he does about 10 jobs, doesn't he, at the club <laughs> yeah, there, mate? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, sounds, yeah. Like, sounds like he's got his son go the, the same way as well. Yeah, brilliant, that, mate, isn't it? Brilliant story, that, mate. You know, it's, yeah, well done to, to Kev's lad as well, mate. I mean, proper, un, you know, sort of unsung heroes, mate, aren't they? Superb commitment, mate, isn't it, to one club, Dicks. You know, that's what every every club needs a Kev, don't they, mate, really? But, <laughs> and not... Nice to see Henry Bonnie Diggs scoring again, mate. He was, he was the, the first winner of Michelle Diggs, wasn't he, last oh, season? Yeah. Top scorer in the league, mate, and seemed a really nice lad he was, mate, you know, when I sort of give him the shield, like, mate. So, but, um, yeah, but nice to hear Kev, mate, sounding in fine fettle. A wise football man, Diggs, isn't he? And uh, talks a lot of sense, mate, doesn't he, Kev? Yeah. From experience, doesn't he, mate? Yeah. Uh, what's happening in the Superior League Western rapper? Yeah, Dixon Day, mate, still sort of dominating the, the league at the minute. Dixon, I know we don't like to talk about league positions much, do we, at the moment? And all Dixon's is only, you know, not many games in. So, but, but some day, look, you know, they're still looking, well, big favourites for me, Dixon. They were a good win last weekend, mate, wasn't it? 7 2 at home to Mullion. Mm. Uh, Mullion Reserves, Dixon, Francis Pengelly and Gavin Boone, race a piece, mate. You know, St Agnes Dixon, 3 1 at Port. Good win for them at Gallaport. Curtis Pay with a couple, a name that we mentioned quite a bit last season, mate, didn't we, for goals? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Choro 1 2 1 at Paramount, didn't they, in the Tregoy Derby, mate? Mm. I think Mansell Dicks probably had the the most impressive win of the day, didn't they? 7 1 at Penryn. Yeah, they're going to well, they are, aren't they, mate? Yeah. Regan Old with a hat trick and nice to see Goldie come on a sub and score in that game, Diggs, wasn't it? Oh, well. Well, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of that, so. Yeah, yeah, Goldie come on, mate, and got a goal, got his usual. Uh, so good to see him. Back Diggs and a Luggan, mate, 3 1 over Ale, wasn't it? That's, you know, hopefully Luggan back on track a bit. And a, and a good hat trick, Diggs, for Dan Bowman, mate. Um, and a good result, mate. Retrief United winning 4-1 at Bickland Park, Dicks, didn't they? Against Bournemouth. Yeah. I think, yeah, that, that's the standout result for me, I think, Dicks. And well done to Dan. Good hat-trick there, mate. Any hat-trick at Bickland's a good one, Dicks, I say. <laughs> <laughs> you, you only say that because probably you scored some there, did you? Had a few things to be fair, mate. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably had more hat tricks there than any other ground I've played at, mate. But, but um, could miss. Could I dig with the players I play with, mate? Just putting them on a plate. Could I really? <laughs> could miss, mate. Could miss. But some good midweek results as well, Dix, wasn't there? Penryn sort of bouncing back, mate, from that heavy defeat at home to beat Former four-one in local derby midweek. 
Yeah, are we Wolf are we disappointed with Falmouth reserves? I think so, mate. And you think so? After the start they had, you know, like you know, beating a lugging on that opening day and all day. So, they won a game since. Yeah. No, I oh, know. Oh, no, it's a funny old game, thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's, <laughs> we'll get that one in now, mate. Right. That's, yeah. It's taken us a long time to get that in this week. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised, Deeks, actually, mate, after the start they made, really. But, but, um, Wolf 11, mate, beat Perrin Porth 4 1. Um, hopefully, you know, spoke, spoke to Dan last week and all, Deeks, didn't we? At least Perrin Porth got a competitive teammate by the looks of it, mate. Yeah. To go to Gallup Park midweek. Mosel, mate, beat Alston Reserves 3 2. I bet that was a good one at Trungle, mate. But that was a decent game, 3 2. And they all sort of completed the midweek games 3 1 win over Wendron Reserves Deeks, didn't they? Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah, some interesting results there, Deeks. I don't know about the fixtures, mate. Would you, anything stand out for you on Saturday? Uh, not on Saturdays as such, not for me, but on Wednesday, midweek games, day at Hale, I think uh, that's uh, yeah. uh, grabbed my attention. Yeah, I agree with that, mate. I agree with that. Out of the nine fixtures, Saturday and midweek dates coming up, the nine fixtures in the St. Pyrrhon West this week dates, I think that is the game dates, isn't it? Yeah, it could, yeah. Be, could be interesting. Traumatic have Hale got a manager at the moment? 7.30 kick off, Sorry, mate. Yeah, 7.30. Have Hale got a manager at the moment? Well, Patch has, Patch has gone, Deeks, hasn't he? Well, that's what Patch I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard anything, Deeks. I've got to be honest, mate. I've not heard... Because, like, Patch was there, like, four or five seasons, I think, Deeks, wasn't it? Could even be more, mate. So I actually spoke to him. I, I was meant to drop him a text, actually, Deeks, to... See if he's well and all. I'll do that this week. Deeks, see, see if he says anything, mate. I'll, yeah. I'll see if I can find out, mate. See if I can find out. But, yeah, sad to see Patch go after all the good work he's done at Ale, mate. But, but yeah, Bournemouth against Alston, Deeks, local derby on Tuesday night. Yeah. 6.30, six that one, though, Deeks. Tough old fixture for Perrin Porth at Ponsmere on Saturday, Deeks, isn't it? With Mosel. Rocking up, mate. Yeah. That could be a bit of a test for them, couldn't it? That one. Yeah, if they won 7 1 at Penryn last week, Deeks, you know that, you know. Obviously, you don't want to be playing their Saturday team very much, mate, do you? Really? No. <laughs> no. Let's keep our fingers <laughs> crossed. We don't like seeing too big a no. uh, win margins, do we, really? No, good good luck to the. I mean, fair play like to Dan and and good luck to those lads from Perrin Porth Reserve Deeks that have stepped up, mate, in it and giving some Perrin West a go. Really, Deeks, you got a more and mate, haven't you? Really, yeah. I mean, they was playing Trelawney League Division Four last season, Deeks, weren't they? So yeah. they basically stepped up about five leagues, didn't they? Bit of a step up, <laughs> as as you say, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, um, Dan will find a couple of sort of rough diamonds from, from those set of lads, mate. To hopefully, they'll step up and do well, Deeks. Now, you said uh, rough diamonds. We had uh, Ben yeah. Washam, wasn't it, mentioning gems. So, uh, so <laughs> bit of a theme. That's true, mate, yeah. That's true. <laughs> right. Yeah. Time. We've got Harrison Jewelry, mate, playing for Alston. Harrison Jewel, yeah, that's right. Harrison Jewelry. Jewelry. <laughs> Harrison Jewelry. Sorry. Sorry, I missed that one. I missed that one. So it was rubbish, Deeks, wasn't it? It was rubbish, mate. 
Wasn't there a player that used to be, oh, what was his name? In the, was it in Superior East? Diamond. Ca- oh, yeah. Was Callum? it ha- Harry? Was it Harry Diamond? Oh, I was going to say Cameron Diamond or Callum oh, Diamond. Could be. But, uh, could be, mate. Yeah, yeah, there was a Deeks, weren't there? Yeah, there was a Diamond, mate, in that. Yeah. Right. That's right, mate. <laughs> Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Just go to your favorite podcast platform and search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. And also, if you want to listen back to any previous podcasts of Cornish Soccer, they are all available at anchor.fm slash Cornish Soccer. Thank you. Time for some women's football news with uh, Gary Hawking, keeping us up to date with um, absolutely everything that's going on, I think, uh, in uh in the women's game at the moment. Um, St. Allstall, well, they've had a tough introduction into to life in the National yeah. League and it, it carried on last Sunday. They went down 6-1 away to Selsey. Where is Selsey, rapper? Oh, I don't know, Deeks. Yeah, oh. I, I don't know. No, I don't I know but, uh, No, yeah. I'd be lying if I said I knew. No. Because it, it was a name I'd never even heard of before, Deeks. But anyway, yeah, Selsey, yeah. they raced to a 5-0 half-time lead, uh, which uh, was extended to 6-0 early in the second before Jazz Allen scored a late consolation for Sinostal, her first for the club. She's uh, signed uh, following a transfer from Plymouth Argo under 23s in the summer. Good signing, mate. Yeah. Looking on the bright side, Sinostal's first four games, well, they've had it tough, haven't they? They've been against the top yeah. four teams in the division. And uh, hopefully they've got some less challenging fixtures uh, coming up. That's Gary saying that, not me. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, but it doesn't get any easier this coming weekend. They take on Plymouth Argyle at uh, Polter in the League Cup. Kickoff is 2 p.m. for anyone that can go along. There's also two women's FA Cup fixtures involving Cornish teams. Um, first qualifying round: Helston at home to Credenton United. And Sticker also at home to Budley Salterton. If we go back to last weekend's results, uh, it's a good well done from Gary to the three Cornish teams in the Southwest Regional League. Liscard uh, shared eight goals with Forest Green Rovers. This is in the Premier Division. And uh, wow, what a debut this is, Rappo. Eve Moore got a hat trick. Brilliant. Can't have a better debut than that, Dix, can you? Oh, that's right. The, Complete, ah. Completed it in the 89th minute, so she she ran wow. it a bit close. But uh, I don't think hat tricks yeah. quite the same when you don't win, is it? Because they ended up drawing four all. Yeah, sounded like a cracking game, Deeks, didn't it? But yeah, yeah, it does take the shine off it. I must admit, these I, I have had a few hat tricks before, Deeks, and not one. Yeah. And you sort of come away from the game like feeling. A bit cheated, mate. If you know what I mean, you you think you know you should be happy, but you're not. If you know what I mean, yeah. mate. It's sort of yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally agree. You feel almost feel as if they're like dead goals, mate. Cause Something missing. You know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Funny old feeling that, mate. Yeah. Had that a few times. But, yeah. But I am assuming because that her third goal was in the 89, 89th minute, it means that actually she at least got a, a point for Liscard because uh, that brought it back yeah. to four all. So well done to Liscard on that. Uh, big wins for yeah. both Saltash United and Sticker in the Western Division. Saltash, well, they started their second season at this level by thrashing 
thrashing Rapid, but Biddeford nine nil up at Biddeford. Yeah. So, so that's a good win. Sticker ran out four nil winners. They were at home to Marine Academy Plymouth on their Western debut. And uh, there's another hat trick hero in this game, Nicola Champion. She scored three for Saltash with uh, Chloe Harris and Alicia Davy getting two each for Sticker. Next up for those teams, uh, Liscard away to Warminster Town and Saltash travel to Fenerton. So uh, they're both on the road. And finally, one game in the Cornwall Women's League last weekend, Penryn twice took a one-goal lead against Weybridge in the Division 2 clash at Kernick Road. But Weybridge equalised both times. Emma Jones then tapped in the winner for the visitors with seven minutes left on the clock. This weekend, there's two Cornwall Women's League Division 1 fixtures. Foxall at home to Bude and Bounsall at home to RNS Codros. And one fixture in Division 2, Weybridge take on St Agnes at Bedeve Park. So uh, that's pretty much summing up the women's game from last weekend and uh, this Sunday coming up. And uh, as always, thanks to Gary Hawking for providing the information. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Next up, East Cornwall Premier League. Or oh, actually, no, no, I need to give it its... Actually, I, I should give all these leagues their rightful <laughs> name, shouldn't I? We've got the Southwest yeah. Peninsula League. What's that called? What, the... The, 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 safe, uh, the, the Oh, the, the kitchen... Kitchen kit, mate, or something, is it? Kitchen yeah. kit? Kitchen kit. Southwest... Southwest Peninsula League, Deeks? Yeah. Uh, Superior League? Uh, oh, crikey, I should know this, Deeks, shouldn't I, really? What is it again, mate? What's the Superior? It's gone, Deeks. I'll, yeah. I'll whisper it. Kernostone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Sorry, Kernostone. Yeah, of course it is, mate. Yeah. Yeah, Kernostone. Yeah. And he's called the Premier League. Here's John bringing us the news from the Combellic Vehicle Recyclers East Cornwall Premier League. <laughs> right there, John, East Cornwall Premier League. Uh, were there any surprises? What happened last Saturday? Um, there were some good games, a couple of maybe unexpected scores. Um, first one being Foxhole, top of the league at the moment, and unbeaten, um, scoring six against St. Teth with uh, Doodles scoring three of them. I think Aaron Beresford is really calling me. I know it's Doodles <laughs> yeah. scoring a hat trick, um, which keeps Foxhole at the top. Um, Lou and Weybridge Lou winning 2-1 uh, two very young sides we played Lou ourselves at this and we were impressed with a very young side but they've got a hell of a lot of energy they just kept running all night and really make it difficult for you so yeah, it's nice to see them get a win that they deserved um, next one a bit of a surprise North Petherwin 4 Nampian 0 um, obviously both very strong in Dutchie last season I didn't expect Nampian to lose 4-0 to be honest so um, that 4 0 win keeps North Petherwin in second place as well. Um, then on to the next one, Roach 0 Torpoint 4. Um, Westall and Easterbrook amongst the goal scorers, which keeps Torpoint in third place. Um, St. Colum and St. Stephen scoring two apiece as well. I was uh, probably expecting St. Colum to win that one, so that's a, a good draw for St. Stephen with Craig Code scoring a goal for St. Colum against his old team. Oh, right. Yeah, and then a uh, big score here, St. Dennis Nils to member seven, with Wilson helping himself to four goals. So uh, he had a good afternoon. And then the last one, St. Newland East 2, Liscard Athletic Reserves 2. That um, Port, uh, North Petherwin result against Nampian, um, 
interesting really isn't it because as you say they're both promoted last season and yeah. probably the, the someone like myself would have expected Nampian to be up there you know towards the top in fact it's the other way around isn't it yeah yeah it's um I think Nampian have had a few changes obviously they've lost their main goal machine haven't they Geordie Wilmot where's he then um, I think he's just we I sort of talked to Reese quite a lot his brother he's um, he did a bit of pre-season with us actually he's playing for Nampian um, but he's just sort of spending more time with his family basically so oh, right. real, real shame because obviously he's a big character in the game and um, you know, a renowned goal scorer and obviously a very big loss for Nampian I would have thought yeah. but um, yeah they're obviously struggling for goals um, and North Petherwin have you know not shocked people because they were up within the Dutch League they were doing very well but um, they've certainly had a good start and they sat in second place Foxhall will win it um, they're looking alright at the moment, aren't they? I'm sure, uh, <laughs> sure. If we spoke to Mr. Bunt, he would be very happy with their with their start to the season. I see they've sort of um, moved up a couple of the like the old Dennis lads that would have been with their reserves last season have actually stepped up to the Foxhall first team now. They probably, right. which is more of a level where they should be, you know. But um, a lot of those players were playing Peninsula League last season, wasn't they? So, right. um, yeah, they're probably in a good position with you know with the additions of like Doodles and I think Carl. And Lee Rickard are both playing regularly now for the first team as well. So, yeah, so that's what they benefit from that experience. Yeah, that could be the indication that they do want to win it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it looks like they're going for it, doesn't it? So, yeah, long old season to go, yeah. We won't uh, put all on X in one basket just yet, but we'll see what happens with Right. Well, that's the league uh, talk. Now, Saturday, it's League yeah. Cup, isn't it? Yeah, it's Clive Rover and Rosevier Insurance first round of the cup. So there'll be two o'clock kickoffs for anyone going to watch. So um, there's was there five one two three yeah five ties. Lou against the Column, uh, Nan against St Blazy, Roach against Wadebridge, St Mimver against Foxhole. That'll be an interesting one. And St Teth against North Petherwin. Mm. Some games there difficult to call actually. Uh, you know, even even the likes of Roach against Waybridge. Now Roach haven't got a point yet in the league. Um, no. Waybridge are only a couple of places above them with one win from six games. So yeah. um, anyone's game, I would say. I would think so. Yeah, it's, um, you know, Waybridge uh, are a young side as we well know, the same as Lou. Um, it depends how they they sort of take battling. I know Roach are a good battling side, so it depends how they. Uh, play against some more experienced side and see what they can get out of it right I think Nam- Nampian and Blazy would be a good one as well just be because it's a fairly local derby isn't it and, yeah um, Nampian will be wanting to put right their 4-0 loss wouldn't they that's right and um, the holders Torpoint they don't play uh, there's a couple of games a couple of weeks time in there and then one a, yeah, a week um, after that the Skyline Athletic have got New Key and I know Torpoint have got a game that's on the 20th the other, the other right. part of that round so yeah, we'll wait to see what the outcome of those, and then the, the draw for next round will be made after that. Right. Okay. So back to league action on uh, well midweek next week. Yeah, midweek next week we've got Liscard Athletic Reserves against North Peverin. It'll be a tough test for us. Yeah. Um, some Blazy play against Roach and Waybridge have got some column. So three Fudley games. So I'm assuming they're all seven thirty kickoffs. Yeah. And uh, do the players like playing under lights? Yes, no, it's good. We've, we've, um, you know, ourselves at Liscard, we've had some really good crowds as well, which we're really pleased with. It's nice to, nice to get the backing of um, the locals, and you know, with it being a local side, now it's, it's been really good. We've had sort of, you know, sixties and seventies, so 
yeah, quite pleased with that. Really, yeah, really happy with it. And your list got side lost one game in the league. Who was that against? At uh, all point. Ah, right. I'll let you off that one then. Yeah, no, it was a, that was a, a close, really good battle. Um, I think if you look on the forum, Callum's actually put that he's not entirely sure how they came away with the three points, but <laughs> yeah, a really good end-to-end game of football that um, went to all points away at the end. So, yeah, it's all, all been good so far. Really enjoying it. Right, well, carry on the good work, and thanks very much. Lovely, thanks, Dave. Yep. John with the news from the East Cornwall Premier. Uh, one game to catch up with Tuesday, uh, Weybridge Town, their reserve side lost 5-1 at home to St Minver. Uh, St Minver's goal scorers Josh Caddy, Ed Green, who seems to be scoring quite a few for them, Jonathan May, yeah. Elliot Dunnett, and uh, no, the last name is John uh, is Joe Combalek. I wonder if he's any relation to oh, the sponsors. But, uh, yeah. yeah, good thing, mate. Really young team, Weybridge Deeks. Really young. Is it? What? Yeah, yeah, very, very young team. So hopefully, you know, they'll um, the boys won't get too disordered. They have a, they've had a few big defeats, I think, Deeks. I was reading the program on set, but excellent program at Weybridge, by the way, Deeks this season, superb, mm-hmm. mate. Um, but yeah, I was reading about the reserves in that one, and they, yeah, very young team, Deeks. So hopefully they'll. You know, won't get too or disordered, mate. I think they won a game, though, mate. I think they won a game the other week. So yeah, yeah, only get some. You know, it's, in fact, it's, I'd, I'd say that the East Cornwall League, mate, it, it's quite a strong league, isn't it? This season, Look, looking at the actual league table, I, do, do you think there's more strength in depth in that league than there is in in the combo these days, Deeks? I Would think, you say? I think it could well be, but I think what does help yeah. the East Cornwall Premier, and I, I think we've touched on it a couple of times in this episode, is that there's quite a few sort of uh, derby games, aren't there? So that helps yeah. the situation, I think. So. Uh, True, mate. Yeah. Foxhole favourites, Diggs. I would say so. I mean, the, the the top five at the moment that after the midweek games or game Foxhall top, uh, they got sixteen points. Uh, but North Pellewin, same number of points, just yeah. not quite such a good goal difference. Tour point, the champions, they're up there in third place, one point behind them. And then we have got St Minver, who after that win, yeah. St Minver, in fact, still undefeated after five games, they're in fourth place, thirteen points. The Colin Major. Uh, also promoted side aren't they so call a major they're in fifth yeah. so uh, so lots to play for yeah. there I would say um, yeah strong top five at Dix yeah that's yeah. right strong top five yeah from the Southern League to the Trelawney we've got you covered right Rappo it's your time it's come round up the rest yeah. of the football Thanks, Diggs. There might be a bit of rattling of paper here, Diggs, because I, I, I put this together about three o'clock in the morning, mate, <laughs> <laughs> on me break. But um, now I'll start with a combo, Diggs, because there was well, there was a bit of controversy, Diggs, this what? week, wasn't there? In the cup. Yeah, I, I was going to ask. Well, I'll ask you in a minute, actually. But but um, there was a lot, of, quite a lot of people questioning. Well, not just on the forum, but in general, mate, the standard of football. Um, in the great old league these oh. days, Dix. Obviously, Combo's been a really strong league. I mean, we we both played in it, Dix, and it was it was a strong league like years ago, mate. But obviously, Gunavan, mate, they they lost thirteen nil at Pendine last week, and they made another long trip, Dix, down down west this Saturday, mate, and they ended up 
losing 17-1, mate, to St. Just, didn't they? Mm. At Lafroda, uh, conceding 30 goals, mate, in two games. I mean, long old trips, mate, that, you know, I'm, well, I'm sure quite a few of the players wouldn't have fancied, really. But, but it included, Dick, some 10 goals, mate, from Ashley Ellis in that game, breaking the league scoring record, mate. Um, with the most goals in a match. Um, just wondered what your opinion on the subject was, Deeks, because I think we had three or four players on eight goals that sort of, sort of, well, the most I ever managed was seven in a game, Deeks, for Paramwell against Ludgeman, and I was told after the game I was one short. I think someone said Roger Toms had the record for Luggan. I think Fish told me after the game I was one short, mate, but, but, um. I scored or, one or, once and I was seven short. <laughs> hey, I know you've scored two in a game. At least. You've had a couple of penalties in a game, Deeks, haven't you? you? I know you've had two in quite a few games, haven't you, mate? Oh, I don't know about that. But, Over um, yeah, I'd have to. But, um, I'd have to go back no, and look it up. But uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's a yeah. It's a tricky subject, though, isn't it? This the standards because we would all love to think yeah. that when we played, it was definitely a higher standard. And and then we've got people suggesting with the new leagues, the Superior League, that's devalued the, the likes of the Cornwall Combination League and, and below them. Yeah. Um, possibly that that hasn't helped, I must admit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I loathe to say it, but I do think the standard probably isn't as good as uh, when we were playing. But, I, you know, I don't like to harp on about it because who knows? I just no. don't know at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same, Deeks. I don't want to be one of them old players that, you know, goes on. It was better than my day and all that, Deeks, do you? I, cause Just enjoy it. Lad, so. Just enjoy it. Yeah, exactly, Deeks. So, you know, the way I look at it, Deeks, you know, a lot of people said, oh, it's a devalued and all, you know, someone's winning 17-1 and someone's scoring 10. But the way I look at it, Deeks, is, you know, it's not, it's not Ashley's fault, mate, is it? Really, no, you know, no, he's, he's only playing the team that's put in front of him on the day. And to be fair, mate, he's a striker and he's scored 10 goals in a game, hasn't he? So yeah. regardless of the standard of the opposition. So, you know, I just want to say congratulations for me, Dix, you know, for the new record. And well done to him, mate. You know, you can only score or play against what's in front of you, mate, can't you? Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but again, yeah. having sort of bounced back to some extent, didn't they? You know, they, they played midweek, didn't they? Yeah. I was going to say that, mate. Yeah, they did, mate. I, I mean, well, Houston thirds, mate, they beat St Agnes 6-1, mate. Um, Ashley Stibwell and Fred Williams both scoring at-tricks in that one. Paul Flevin reserves 1-4-1 at Hale reserves. Praise Diggs keeping up their great run in the Iowa League after promotion, beating Resudgeon 3-1, mate. Harrison Badcock, Elliot Corveff and Sam Charlton there, mate, to take them to the top of the league. No less digs after five games. Mm. See, that might be another reason people are saying the stand is not like it used to be because they've come, they've come up, and they're top of the league. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that's a good point, actually, digs. Yeah, true, mate. I suppose you could say that wouldn't have happened. Um, yeah, years ago. Well, I suppose, then the, but then the Cornwall combination was a closed shop, wasn't it? Not many new teams came into it. Full stop. That's it, Deeks, exactly, mate, yeah, because it was like re-election, Deeks, wasn't it? Yeah. They, I mean, the bottom two teams had to get sort of re-elected back in, Deeks, and stuff, didn't they? Yeah. So, yeah, exactly, mate, that's true. 
Yeah, I think it's a better system these days, mate, isn't it? Really, yeah. I think some clubs, you know, I remember Malabordics, they, they won the form of Houston League about three years in a row, won the Junior Cup, you know, kept deploying for combo, mate, and, and they, did, they they kept getting, obviously, because of the Toro, you know, you had Toro City, mate, didn't you, Paramount, and, you know, you had a lot of teams in the Toro area, St Agnes and that, mate, and, you know, I don't think Malabor ended up getting sort of hardly any vote sticks, and in mm. the end, they folded, mate, so, yeah. I suppose you could say, at least, it, you know, gives the teams, like, praise and opportunity these days, Deeks, doesn't it, to yeah. get promoted and have a, have a go, so it's a better system now, Deeks, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah. So and, and like you just said, Deeks, in midweek, mate, gonna have had a massive improvement on Saturday's result, mate. But but still lost two one at Callaway Park, mate, at Alston. Curtis Keane's um, goal was in vain, there, Deeks, unfortunately. But but yeah, big improvement on seventeen one, mate, wasn't it? Hmm. What's what's the heaviest yeah. defeat you've ever played in? Oh, crikey, mate. Um, I can remember I played in a game for, I think it was Liskide under-16s. We played a team yeah. came down from Exeter or something like that. I don't know why we played them, to be honest. I think they were just, well, almost like on tour. We lost 14-6. That's um, one of the oh, highest yeah. scoring <laughs> games I can remember actually playing in. So uh, Yeah, a 20-goal thriller, thing. <laughs> well, it wasn't so much a thriller. I think we were well beaten, yeah. but but it's unusual to still be able to score six goals, isn't it? But, uh... Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. To be fair, mate. Um, yeah, I think the worst one for me, Dix, was when I was playing for Porth Levin, Dix, for that sort of three quarters of a season. I think the season Launton won the South Western yeah. League, Dix. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, mate, we had a good side on on paper, mate. You know, we had like Sid Taylor in goal, George Torrance, you know, Dave Gordon, mate. Um, it was to be up, mate. Simon O'Brien. Do you remember Simon, mate, yeah, up front? Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it was me and him up front. Um, actually, it might have even been Chrissy Seamus up front. Dicks. I might have even been sub that day, mate, coming back from an injury. But, but I definitely played in it at some stage. But, I mean, Lawson had a hell of a side, Dicks. But, um, yeah, we, we lost we, at Gala Park as well, Dicks. We had, like, George Torrance playing. Really good side on paper. And we lost 7-0, mate. Oh, right. Yeah, it's just one of them days that nothing... Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I can't remember. We, I think I've still got the programme. I wrote the teams then, just so I'd remember it. But, but yeah, we got. <laughs> Why do you want to remember that? Surely you want to forget yeah, it. Yeah, I don't really. <laughs> I suppose I've been quite lucky in my time, Dick, to play in, you know, some decent sides and all, mate. But yeah, that's the biggest hammer in I think I've ever got, mate. In in you know, decent decent standard of football, Dicks. Yeah, actually, I I've just remembered. I think I might have been sub actually, yeah. but I've just remembered Truro when it was an all local side. We played, I'm pretty certain that was Lanson as well. And we lost, yeah. was it 9 0 or 9 1? Uh, was that Pete Gorbett, mate? Uh, yeah, manager. I think so. I think it might have been. I think it might have been his last game in charge. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, um, I've got a feeling I watched that, Deeks. Was it an evening game, mate? I can't remember if it was the evening. It was a Sunday game, to be honest. But, uh, but yeah, um, I got a feeling I watched that game, mate. Not yeah, nine one. I can't remember. Yeah, Pete Gore, yeah, did he get the sack after that, mate? I, I think so. Yeah, but um, yeah. but <laughs> our old friend Martin Kimmins. If ever you want to wind Kimmo up, just mention that yeah. game to him because he was in goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched that game, Nick. 
Ben Yelmet, yeah, cocky, remember that? Yeah. Yeah, no one. Yeah. So we both got battered at home dates. Yeah, by the same side. By the same side, yeah. Yeah, by the same team, yeah, that's, yeah. Flipping it, mate. We're also we Oh, yeah, there's five <laughs> fixtures on Saturday, Dick, sorry. Um, there's uh, Hale Reserves against Resudgeon, mate, yeah, the, the Sudgies, mate, travelling up the road to Hale. Okay. Um, and <laughs> Dean against the Day Reserves. Uh, Prey versus Houston Thirds, Cold Rose versus St. Just, and Wendron Thirds against the Noisticks. And, and there is another game on Tuesday night, Dick's friend, for anyone that wants a bit of combo football on a Tuesday night again. Is it Gala Park this time, Dick's Poor Flevin Reserves against Goonavon? Again, Dick's with a. With, yeah. They got their midweek team out there, mate. They're going to have a mate. I was thinking earlier, I wondered if their midweek. Uh, result was because they had a different team or, or what but um, yeah it'd be interesting to look at the two lineups Dave, yeah right? that's so right <laughs> see how many changes there were from Saturday but yeah, yeah that's the 7 o'clock kick off that one Dave. Right. Um if anyone fancies some combo football the Dutchie Diggs um, there's a few games right last weekend uh, well in the Premier Dutchie Premier Diggs would you believe mate out of the six fixtures last weekend three of them Finish five one and all to the away team, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird, that, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I know I come up with these rubbish stats, don't I, mate? But, but yeah, it sort of jumped out at me that did, mate. A bit. I mean, Lanivet at Boscastle, mate. Mevigizzi at Los Widio, um, with Scott Daly scoring a hat trick in that one. Um, and so Ash United thirds at St Dominic Reserves Leagues. Uh, Callum Treen had a brace in that, mate. Um, the other results, Bobman Reserves won 3-0 at Priory Park against Goran. Um, Safegate Seniors had the same scoreline, mate. Uh, a 3-0 home win against Lifton. And St Brewerd had Marcis Campbell's goal, mate, to thank for their 1-0 home win over St Merrin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's five pictures on Saturday dates in the in the Premier. Uh, doubles reserves v St Dominic reserves. Lanivet v Bobman reserve. Big local derby that one takes actually. Lanivet v Bobman reserves. Mm-hmm. I think that's quite a yeah good, good old local one that one. Polzef versus Loswithiel. St Brewer v Goran and St Merrin v Boscastle dates all two thirty mate. Right. Yeah, Division 1, Dick Sinclair, mate. JC Sinclair. I mean, they're flying since John's left, mate, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a coincidence, but... Must be, but nah, must be. <laughs> yeah, it must be, mate. But no, they were, they were the big winners, Dick, in Division 1 last Saturday with a 7-0 home win over North Pedowin Reserves. Ash Davies, mate, had a hat-trick in that one with Sam Pengilly, or Pengelly, Sam Pengelly scoring a brace. Um, St Minver Reserves had a 5-0 victory over Boss Castle Reserves, mate. Phil Dines with a couple in that one. Calstock beat Gunners Lake Reserves 3-1. And Holywell and Cuba had a bit of a local derby win over St Morgan Reserves, Deeks. Would you say that's a local derby, Deeks? Holywell, St Morgan? Not, not too far away, is it? I suppose. Well, it's a nuky, nuky affair, isn't it? Yeah, nuky affair. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 
the um, yeah only one well Cuba come through in that one. Digs three two. Joe Knight with a brace and Toby Miller with the other goal. Um, a few games on Saturday as well. Digs Biscovavi, Kelstock, Boscastle reserves, the St Morgan reserves, Foxhall reserves, the only well one Cuba. North Peveran reserves the Submimba reserves and St Clair v Gunners Lake reserves Deeks mm. um, and finally in Division 2 mate I think, well game of the day Deeks was St St Evel Spitfire's 9-4 win at Godolphin reserves Deeks um, 13 goals at Godolphin way Deeks I I'll be happy if there's 13 there this weekend, Deeks, when, <laughs> when I'm there, mate. Well, I might not be happy, mate, why not? But, but I think I'll be tough to see 13 goals. But, yeah, 9-4 away win, mate, for St. Everett, uh, Everett's bit far as at Godolphin. Um, four players, Deeks, scored twice in that game, mate. Tom Shaw and Scott Taylor. And with a couple of subs coming on, mate, to score twice, Chris Williams and Adam Job. Doing the same, mate. Uh, Rob Rowe got the other one, mate. He got the single. Better mention Rob's goal, mate. Yeah. Um, um, Lost with your reserves, Deeks. They won 5 0 at Indian Queens, who are back in the league after a season's absence, mate. But unfortunately, went down to a 5 0 home defeat. Mm. Reese Huggins and Chris Wenmuth, mate, scoring braces. Lan Reth, Brash, Delabow, and Tintagio 8 1. Connor Bone and Harry Provin scoring at tricks. Uh, Weeks of Mary Thrash, Castle Loyal, Dick. So we decided on, mate, Castle Loyal. Yeah, got to be in it. Loyal. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, they got Thrash, Dick, by Weeks of Mary. Um, Will Reese, Steve Short, and sub Matt Hopper, mate. All scoring braces in that one. To go with Keith Fulton's red card, Dick. Unfortunately, although they won four one, mate, they had a they had a red card. Keith got a red card, mate, late on. Mm-hmm. Um Bombin Dragons completed the fixtures Deeks by beating Bew Reserves two one. Sub Ryan Butler and Charlie Bickle with a seventy ninth minute winner in that game, Deeks. Uh plenty of fixtures again on Saturday, mate. Uh Bew Reserves v North Hill, Castle Loyale v Bobmin Dragons. Uh, Delabo and Tintagel v Godolphin Reserves Indian Queens at home again against Lan Ref Losty Reserves Deeks Loswithil v Grandpound and St Emil v Weeks St Mary Deeks and just to repeat all those games are 2.30 in the Dutchie mate It's a bit of travelling in that Division 2 isn't there looking at the team there is, Yeah there is Yeah there is isn't there Deeks yeah. There is hell of a lot of travelling in there Yeah Yeah I thought that actually yeah, I don't know what the longest trip at the weekend would be, mate. Um, Godolphin Dick's got to go to Delabow. Let's have a look, mate. What else have we got? Uh, yeah, St. Evel, Weeks of Mary. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a few miles, Dick's, from that league, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank you, mate. Um, and just the Trelawney to finish with Dick's, um, no results at all in the Premier League last week, last Saturday, Dick's, but. Well, you know what, uh, there isn't you? No. There's no games. No, no, yeah, 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 that's why there's no results, yeah. sorry, mate, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, sorry, mate, Good. yeah, I should have put no games, really, should I, mate, not no, you've done me with a trick question, mate, 
Yeah, no games last Saturday late in the Premier, but there is there are three games this weekend, mate. Um, Luggan Reserves versus Frogpool, Redruth United Reserves versus Free Milestone at Clyde Croft, and and Stidians v Troon at the Showground Deeks. Um, Division One, mate. There was four games last Saturday, and they, and they all they all had big margins of victory. Really, uh, Falmouth United were the only away winners on the day, six two at Chasewater. Um, Hayden Weber notching a hat trick for United. Lewin Titans, Deeks, they they've done well since their promotion mm. on their championship winning season. Yeah, last season in Division Two, um, they thrashed and day third six 0 Deeks at a Luggan Park there. And that's a great you visited last season, Deeks, yeah, wasn't it? A Luggan yeah. Park to, to watch them, mate. Yeah, Johnny Jones and Chris Ward uh, both had two each in that game. Newland non Atletico beat local rivals St. Berrien 6 1. With the prolific Jack Liddycoat Deeks scoring another hat trick. I think Jack was top scorer last season, mate, he's, he's, and he's continued that form on again, mate. Penzance Reserves beat Constantine 5 1 at Penley Park to complete the fixtures, mate. There's four games this weekend. Uh, Chasewater um, are home to Resurgent Reserves, Bournemouth United against Newland Non-Athletico. Uh, Penzance Reserves versus Newland Titans, mate. Good game at Penley Park there, Ooh. mate, for the yeah. Titans, mate. Hoping to keep up their 100% record so far. And, uh, and Paramount Reserves v Constantine Diggs. Um, Division 2, mate. Two teams uh, scored seven goals last week, Diggs. Uh, Bournemouth DC, who I think, mate, from what everyone's saying, obviously I've got a bit of interest in this division because... Because of me lad Ben, mate, a Kararik, but but uh, I think everyone's favourites are Falmouth DC, mate. Yeah. With uh, do you remember Tony Pentecost Dinks? Penty? Yeah, I know used the to, name. Yeah, run, used to do, run the combo side, I think, at Falmouth and all Dinks. Um, oh, yeah. he, he's managing that side, mate, and they got some good players there, mate. Kyle Cook's one of them, Dinks, and mm. and he scored four goals uh, last weekend, mate, when they when they beat Tregony seven two away, mate. And Wendron Force, mate, they also scored seven. Thrashing three milestone reserves, mate, seven one. Ben Fletcher with another hat trick, mate, to follow up the one I think he got last week, Diggs, or week before. Mm. Um, Carrick beat Ullman's four 0 mate, with braces from the prolific Danny Ford. And brilliant to see and hear, Diggs. Um, I want there, mate, because Ben's on holiday in Turkey with his girlfriend at the minute, Diggs, so <laughs> I was obviously watching Weybridge. But great to hear uh, Dario Pisano, mate. On his return from a, a really long injury, Deeks obviously played South Western League in his time, mate. Dario, great young talent, mate. He, he scored twice, mate, for Kararik, his player manager, Deeks. So lovely to hear Dario, you know, play again, mate, and yeah. score a couple of goals as well. So that was a nice story to hear, Deeks. Um, I think the most impressive looking result, in my opinion, Deeks, was um, St. Ives Reserve, Deeks. They won 3 0 at Probus. Probus looked really impressive last season, Deeks, in winning the Division Three Championship, mate, and getting pr- promoted. And I think they had like big hopes for a good run in Division Two as well. But St. Ives uh, sort of ruined their uh, opening fixture, mate, at Probus as well, mate, winning three mm. nil. Uh, Max Blimo, Coy Martin, and Charlie Eddy all on target, Deeks, in that game. Um, St. Erm defeated Gunavon Reserves five two. 
it was a bad Saturday for Glenavon Dykes, wasn't it, last week, mate? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, an earned defeated Glenavon reserves 5-2. Dykes with, with Brandon McDonnell and Thierry Murley um, getting two goals each, Dykes, in that game. It's a pretty bad day for Glenavon, wasn't it, Dykes, as a club? Yeah. I think, mate. Thierry, didn't yeah. he used to play for Arsenal? He did, mate. Yeah, he's dropped down to Sonurm now, Dukes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. No, I think his dad might have been an Arsenal fan, mate, don't you? Thierry Murley's dad, mate. Yeah, could Do you well reckon? Yeah, could well be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, what was it again, mate? Uh, apparently, mate, Dennis Burkamp was named um, Dennis, mate, because of Dennis Law, wasn't he? Is his that dad right? was a big oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his yeah his dad was a big Dennis Law fan, mate, and um, named him Dennis because of that, mate. Yeah, so I suppose thinking about it, you don't see many Dutch lads called Dennis, really, <laughs> mate, do you? I don't. So. I, I, I have to say, I don't know any Dutch lads called Dennis apart from no, Bergkamp. No. Yeah. Yeah. So well done to Dennis Bergkamp's dad, mate. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's four games this weekend: Deeds, Kararik v Tregany. Falmouth um, DC Dicks Falmouth DC um, Trasina Centre as we we know now mate don't we favourites for the league they've got Gunavan Reserves um, Probus Entertain Cold Grows and a, a battle for Saints Dicks and um, travel to St Ives mate mm-hmm. um, Division 3, mate, saw three games last weekend. Frogpool Reserves winning 6-3 at Troon Reserves. Uh, Craig Hitchens with a double there, Diggs. Lanner beat Lizard Orgoyle 3-0 at home. James Chilman, Owen Ford and David Hendry. Um, St. Kevin won 3-1 at Mount Ambrose. Levi Jack, Sam Collins and Owen Fairclough. There's a name, Diggs, Fairclough, isn't it? Super sub. I wonder... Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if Owen came on as sub, mate, to, to score that guy. <laughs> famous Fairclough. Um, not so famous, mate, was Len Fairclough on Coronation Street, <laughs> Dick's <didn't he? Yeah. laughs> I don't want to talk about him. Well, mate, he was I? as famous, probably, but he's yeah, just a bit well, longer yeah, ago. Was. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was at the time, mate. Yeah, Ginger Air, mate, wasn't it? David Fairclough, that super sub, wasn't he, mate? Yeah. Ginger yeah. Air, chat, wasn't he? Yeah. Scored a few goals. Um, they they could do with. Full house, sorry, Dates. I was, was going to say, Liverpool could probably do with him at the moment, couldn't they? <laughs> yeah, that's true, mate, yeah. They could have certainly done with him the other night, mate, couldn't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah flipping mate. Yeah. Poor old, um, poor old Joe Gomez, mate, was towing a caravan, mate, wasn't he, first <laughs> half? Poor chap. <laughs> I know how he feels, mate. I felt like that at the end of me days as well, mate. But, um, yeah. Um, I think there's a full house of fixtures, Dicks, on on, um, on Saturday. Make five, because I think it's a ten-team league, five games. Uh, Constantine Reserves v Frogpool Reserves. Lizard Orgal v St Ives Mariners. Mount Ambrose v St Agnes Thirds. St Kevin v Lanner and Troon Reserves v Dropship, mate. And finally, Dicks, to round up, uh, full round up of the... Every game in Cornwall near enough, Diggs. Division 4, Wendron 5th, they won 6-1 versus Mully and 3rd, Diggs. Uh, Lennon, Watts and Tyler Bennett, mate, with two apiece in that game. Penryn Reserves, the new Penryn Reserves team, Diggs, they won, they were 5-0 winners at Houston Raiders, mate. Um, sub Reese Jeffrey off the bench to score twice in that game, mate. 
Um, Ruin Miner beat Dropship Reserves 4-3. Billy Jane with a brace, Diggs. Is that, is that any relation to our, to our old mate Bruce, do you think, Diggs, down that way? Got, well, got, it's that way, isn't it? Good so, pretty yeah. good chance, I would say. Yeah, good chance, I reckon, mate. Billy Jane scoring two, mate. Um, Praise Reserves drew 3-3 at home to St. Just Reserves. Uh, thanks to Logan Hotton's hat trick, mate. Logan was certainly hot on Saturday, mate, wasn't he? <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, mate. And, and I think, again, it's a full house of fixtures in Division 4 this Saturday, mate. Um, Dave James must be working overtime, mate. Dave, <laughs> yeah, that's Dave, right. Dave mate. Tell me, mate. Dave, yeah. Um, Getting all these fixtures out, mate. Good old day. Dropship reserves v Pendeen reserves. Um, Penryn reserves v Mullion thirds. Ruin Minor v Wendron fifths. St. Just reserves v Alston Raiders. And Storm v Praise reserves. Thanks. And that's, again, mate, all 2.30 kickoffs in the Trelawney League as well, mate. I think that's it. Thanks. I think we covered everything, haven't we, mate, again? Haven't we, mate? I think we've covered, what is it, from Southern to Trelawney? Yeah. Yeah, step three to Trelawney four, mate, isn't it? We covered. Yeah. We cover. What step would that be? Then? God, I don't know. Oh, yeah, crikey. Um, oh, crikey, mate. No, don't, even, don't even try and work it out. It's far too much. No, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Can I just say a big thank you, Diggs, to Ben Slater, mate? Um, uh, ben, I saw him, mate, at the uh, Weybridge B. Um, Wendrum match a few weeks ago, mate. You, you remember that Saturday, mate, when it was about 33 degrees? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah poor, poor players, mate, flipping it. But I was chatting to Ben that day, mate, and, and he very kindly, mate, he sent me a pin badge from the something you know a lot more about than me, Deeks. Well, you, that's most things, to be honest, Deeks. But, but um, Ben sent me a, a lovely pin badge, mate, from the Launceston and District Knockout Cup competition, oh, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, established in 1894, that cup was, mate. I didn't realise it was that old, but it's a cracking pin badge, Diggs. Obviously, you know, I'm a big pin badge man, mate, and Ben is as well, but it's got the Cornwall and Devon flags on it together, mate, no less, mm. on the on the badge. So, yeah, it's quite a unique-looking badge, mate, and, yeah, I just want to say thanks to Ben for sending that one, mate. Obviously, Ben's... um. Well, you've had an interview with Ben over the years, Dixon. He's the Cornwall Football Museum, Dixon, he, Ben. If you want to know anything about the Lanson Cup, Kevin Hoare is your man. Yeah, Kev was brilliant as well, mate. I want, I'm glad you said that, Dixon. I'd like to say thanks to Kev, mate, really, as well, because he sent me a programme, you know, from that... Um, I think he sent you one as well, Dixon, yeah. didn't he? yeah. Same yeah, Kev sent me a pro game. You know, I obviously didn't know too much about it, really. I've never even watched a game in it, Dick, so I, I feel a bit ashamed now, mate, really. Something I'll have to rectify, mate, definitely. But, but um, yeah, yeah, Kev sent me a programme from, from the finals day and all, mate, and, it, you know, it was a, a really good read, mate. So I'm a lot more au fait with it now, Dick, so I am, mate. <laughs> the lots right. Yeah, au fait. I say, but, um, right. well, I've already said to Rach, Deeks, if I, if I do happen to die, Deeks, so couldn't you give all the old football stuff to you and Ben, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want any more clutter, really, Deeks, do you, really? I'm in the house at the moment and realise I've got too much clutter as it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine, mate, but I doubt if the kids will want it, mate. Any of the kids will be interested in it, so, yeah. So, well, uh, if you and Ben want all my old stuff, mate, if I do... 
I'll just put that on record, mate, if I do slip away any day. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> With me wine gum addiction, mate, I've got a good chance, I think, mate, of collapsing one day, really. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> Goodness no, me. Sorry, <laughs> Oh, I haven't wrong. I'm one of those old players that ain't looked after myself, things. Not not like you, mate. Not like you. Yeah, you've, uh, you're still looking good. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've put on six stones since my playing days, mate. I bet you haven't put much on, things, have you? Uh, I bet you still. Probably not. No, put... not really. Bit bit of a tummy, but not too much. But uh... yeah, uh, more of that, mate. Must I'm be more, the ten mile good. run I do every day. Yeah, that could be it, Pete. That could be it. <laughs> Flipping out, mate. I couldn't, I couldn't even run a mile, I don't think, though, Pete. So I'd be, no. I'd be gasping, mate. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah, when I think of the old pre-seasons we used to do, Dicks, it they Ooh. were a bit brutal in our day, mate, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, crikey. But, but yeah, so thanks to Ben for that one, Dicks. Um, I think that's it, mate, from all the... Uh, all the roundup this week, Deeks, isn't it? I think, mate, we've covered most things, haven't we? Yeah, covered everything, I think. So, uh, yeah. well, we started off asking you what we had uh, in the programme, and I think we've made sure we've covered it all. So, well done for that. Your Cornish podcast. Last question yeah. is, where are you going to watch yeah. any football? I've got a choice this week, Deeks, because obviously Ben's in Turkey, mate. You know, you're lucky, lucky bugger, mate. 35 oh. degrees over there. Could be, so, um, could be some interesting games over there. Yeah, that's true, mate. I think he was trying to look for one, mate, to be fair. <laughs> but I don't think his girlfriend will be too chuffed, mate, if he does <laughs> go to one. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so he's watching uh, watching Jack this week, mate. Um, Godolphin versus Weybridge, Deeks. Uh, Godolphin Way, mate. The first time... I've been there for since we went there, mate. Last, well, I so. suppose you've got to go there now. Are you on the staff at Weybridge now that you do their um, match report? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, mate. To, to be honest, Nick's um because it was a while back. I mean, Wits Witzer, mate. You know, obviously our old mate Witzer, you know, does a fantastic job with the social media there and all things. And and a couple of weeks ago, mate, he just said, you know, I know you should do a report sometimes for the forum. He said, w- would it be possible if you could just do the report? If you're there, like, you know, watching, can you just do a report for our game? And, um, and like, you know, it's basically the same one that goes, I put on the forum digs, really. So, yeah. Wits took that one, mate. And, and obviously, Rach is brilliant at the old photos, mate. She's got her shutter uh, speed, um, you know, the old lens now, Dick. So, she takes about 100 photos a game, mate, and picks about 38, and she sends them to Witzer as well. She she was quite chuffed last Saturday, Dick. She had about 20 of her photos in the programme. So, yeah. so yeah, we're a proper um, reporting and photography, uh, <laughs> yeah, for Weybridge now, Dick. Yeah, official, Dick, official. <laughs> official. I hope they're paying you, yeah, sufficient for all of it. To be fair, mate, Barry does let us in for free, mate, <laughs> to be honest, and, and gives me a programme, mate, so, so yeah, in a roundabout way, and, yeah. and even Viv was in the back of the car last week, mate, and Bar- Barry let us all in for nothing, so, <laughs> so yeah, mate, it's, um, yeah, 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 I don't know if Viv's going to get the show to be tea lady, mate. I don't know, Deeks, because <laughs> take on take on a role as she did at Sticker for all those years, Deeks. Yeah. I don't know. She, yeah, I don't know if she'd be called up to that, but but um, yeah, no, enjoy it, Deeks. Enjoy it. You know, it's nice if you're there, mate. I wish to be honest, Deeks, the forum, mate. I, w- I wish a few more people would put reports on, mate. That you on a Saturday, because yeah, you know, like 
since the independent went to the dogs, mate, you know, the Sunday independent, Deeks, I, I think it's fair. Can I say that, Deeks? It went to the dogs, didn't it? So, <laughs> you know, I used to, I mean, it used to be a brilliant page. I used to really enjoy it, mate, you know, not because it's you, mate, but I used to really enjoy your column, mate, and, you know, we had, like, Mike Sampson's column, didn't mm. we? And and you, and you could look down through things, you know, on a Sunday morning. It was it was lovely to have a couple of hours, Dix, wasn't it? Look down through the South Western and the, the Combo and the East Court, you know, all the leagues, the Western League, and have a good read through all those match reports, Dix. And, you know, you don't, I think, Papers are sort of. I know Gareth has said it, mate, didn't he? Last season, a couple of times, Gareth Davis, when he was on, you know, papers seem to be dying a bit of a death, mate, don't they, really? With all the social media and. Well, that's right. You know, you, yeah. you can pretty much find out a lot by trawling through the social media, but it is, it's nice to see it all in one place, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, couldn't have put it back myself, Diggs. That's right, mate. Yeah, just, you know, you turn over a page and there's the Western League. You know, turn over a page, there's the South Western League. You know, yeah. next page you've got the copy. You, know, you can see each individual sort of match report as well, Diggs. You know, I used to, used to love that paper, mate, on a Sunday morning, sort of lying in bed, reading all the about everyone. But, uh, come on. Yeah. And reading how many goals you'd scored. That's... <laughs> That's what well, you're getting at, isn't it? Yeah. That was nice. They used to be fuming if I didn't get headlines, mate, if I had a hat trick and someone else. <laughs> you, you'd, open, you'd open the paper, mate, and like Wads had scored four or something. Things. Yeah, you know, I used to be fuming with that, mate. You <laughs> 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 your headlines away, but but nah. Yeah, it's a shame. Dude. I, w- I wish like more people would just chuck a little match report on now and again, mate, wouldn't you? You know, sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah, trouble, is, trouble is, so many people just go on there to wind people up and slag others off. That, you know, a lot of the genu- a lot of the genuine football uh, followers can't be bothered, and I, I don't blame them. No, I t- totally agree with you. Yeah, unfortunately, mate, there is an element on there, mate, and they're just they got nothing nice to say about anyone, have they? And they're just you know slagging off teams and individuals, mate, aren't they? And, yeah. Well, they call uh, it they know. call it banter, but I call it baloney, to be honest. But uh... yeah, I totally yeah totally agree, mate. Absolute rubbish. You know, it's not you know the forum's not there for that, Deeks, is it? You know, it's just. You know, some people just can't resist the little dig, can they? They're, they're, well, they're quite sad individuals, really, digs, aren't they? If that's all they got to look forward to, mate, trying to get a rise out of someone, yeah. really. But, um, but yeah, I wish, you know, a few more. Because, you know, the forum, for anyone that don't know digs, I'm sure. But the forum's brilliant, mate, isn't it? You know, for, for that sort of thing, mate. It covers every league and... You know, you could go on there and find out a lot of good stuff, mate, on the forum on a Saturday or a Sunday, mate, couldn't you? So just um, so there's a challenge. And... That's a challenge to everyone yeah. out there interested in football. If you've gone, if you've been to, or if you're going to watch a match on Saturday, just chuck a. Doesn't need to be very long, does it? Just a no. one one's opinion of the match that they've been and seen. Exactly, Diggs, yeah. But yeah, whether it's like 50 words or 500 words, mate, yeah, it'd just be nice to know what's happened in that game, Diggs, wouldn't it? You know, like, like looking through all the leagues as well, mate, like like we do on the podcast, mate, you cover all the leagues. You know, it's nice to see, Diggs, isn't it? You know, what clubs are doing and that throughout the county. Yeah. Right, well, we've pretty much covered everything. I think it's time to wrap it up and go home. That's it, Diggs. Yeah, thanks, mate. Good to speak to you this week, mate. I, I had a bit of feedback, Diggs, off a few people. They said they didn't like it, mate. They missed their chats, mate. They said. 
yeah. <laughs> he didn't like it with, with you just reading out your bit and me just reading out mine. They, well, yeah, circumstances they, dictated that that was all we could do. At least we got something yeah. out of Rappo. That's that's the main thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, just one of them days, I think, Deeks, wasn't it, last week for both of us, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, normal service yeah. resumed. I'm going to yeah, lie mate. down and, uh, and then put this, finish this all together. Yeah, thanks, Deeks. Thanks for everything you do, mate. You, you leave you leave me with the easy bit every week, mate. And, and enjoy Polter Park on Saturday, Deeks. Enjoy the game, mate. Oh, yeah. St. Austell versus Launceston. Yeah. Lanson. Yeah. Whatever. You going to catch up with Neil, mate? You going to catch up with Neil there, mate? Or? I, I suppose I ought to introduce myself if I can. But yeah. I, I never like, yeah. you know, bothering the managers too much. But, uh, but Yeah, I know what you mean, mate. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Perhaps depends on the score, mate, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps if Sparky's boys have won 6-0, mate, might not be the best time to speak to Neil, mate, yeah. might it? But... I'll, I'll speak to Sparky instead. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, two two of the nicest managers around. Anyway, mate, by the by the sounds of them, mate, and it thinks they're both good lads, aren't they? I'm yeah. sure they'll be fine, mate. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm off. Thanks very much, and uh, everyone yeah. out there, enjoy your football. Yeah. Thanks, Dates. Have a good weekend, mate. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone, and enjoy your weekend. Hope it's not too wet. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Your Cornish 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 C